I'm Jay. I'm John. What were we talking about? But you know what? That was Icky Thumb from The White Stripes. Yeah, it was. Off their 2007 album of the same name. And it seems appropriate that we kick off the show with that because holy buttfuck, we have a lot of DC news today. Holy shit. Kicking it off with Justice League. They're making a Justice League movie? Yeah. (laughs) Dude, Um, holy crap. Like, I knew there was going to be a lot to talk about, but dude... San Diego Comic Con was nuts. It was DC Central. I wish I was there. Fuck yes. <laughs> um, it was... Uh, and not only that, but they, they were just like, screw it. They, they leaked the trailers anyway, so here you go. They just, <laughs> they just, they just unzipped them. and let their dicks hang. It was incredible. It's, uh, the way we usually do the show is I uh, make a bunch of notes about the stuff that's been going on over the past you know week or whatever, however long it takes us to film, or record, rather. Uh... And, like, last week we had, what, five pages? Not even. Like, not three even and a half, half, four. And this week, uh, by the time I got done, we have ten, ten and a half pages Holy shit. of information. And five of those pages... Are DC. Is DC. So, let's kick it off. Justice League, the big news coming out of San Diego Comic-Con, the first cast photo was released. Cast photo. Oh, shit. And a trailer. There's a trailer? Yeah. Hold on, pause. I gotta watch it. Pause. I'm just kidding. I already watched it. <laughs> it, uh, what? I, I gotta say, man, I, I remember watching, uh, the, the first trailer for Batman v Superman Race to the Justice League. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's what it was. And I remember having doubts watching it. And I, I watched it, I thought, I was like, okay, Ben Affleck is sure to be the best thing in the movie, yeah. which was true. Absolutely. Best thing in the movie. Second best, which surprised me, was. Gal Gadot is uh, yeah. Wonder I Woman. was very surprised how well she did. She did very good. Um, and I, I think, I mean, it's a very small part, but I thought that um, Alfred was good. Oh Jesus, Jeremy, Jeremy Irons, Irons, yeah, brilliant, fucking awesome. Um, I'm excited for him. I, I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm way movie. more excited for him. <laughs> um, but uh, watching this trailer, I have almost no doubts. Yeah. Jeff Johns is already on board, right? Yes. So he's helped. Yes, he's already helped. But it was technically already filming right. whenever he got on board. So I think he... But he is still helping out. I think quietly he's been helping out too. Yeah. Because he has been writing uh, the Batman uh, movie with Ben Affleck. Right. Uh, so I think quietly he's been helping, which I think would explain... Been, I think his, his writing will help because I know Snyder's not huge on humor. <laughs> Clearly. So, yeah. Well, because I've heard or something, someone told me that he was taught. They were like, "You need to put more humor," and he's like, "Humor's not my thing." So, he's, like, he wrote jokes, and the only joke that he actually liked was the she's she. I thought she was with you. That's no. his. That's his. That's his. That's his version joke. of humor. That's his joke. It's terrible. Yeah. Um, but so so I'm hoping that the new jokes they've been writing for Justice League is from Jeff Johns because they're they're pretty good. They're pretty dead on, and it's it, God damn it! I I hate I really hate admitting when I'm wrong. I think Ezra Miller is going to be a great Flash. I do too. I, mean, I thought he was going to be good anyway. I thought he was going to be fine, but, but I did, My I, problem with the original cameo, if you want to call it that, I thought his hair was too long. I know that's stupid. His hair was too long. But too his long. hair was too long. And yeah. I like his short haircut in the, in the new trailer. Yes. I also didn't really... You don't get to see him, though. That's the thing. Like, if you could see him, like, if it was... Um, if it would have been, like, from the security camera point of view and then, like, went into the camera and you get to be there, yeah. it might have looked better. Yeah. But just all from security footage. Yeah. And the effects in the new trailer looked awesome. Yeah. Like, I love that whole scene with him and Batman. It didn't look so destructive. Yeah. And like, I like when he like leans back and just puts two and two together. He's like, what? 
motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, and it's kind of cool that like he seamlessly steps into the speed force. Like it's nothing. Yeah, he's just like, and just I'm there. That's just what it is. I'm. Just, I'm. Can I keep this? That was so. <laughs> and it was in the best line though in the entire trailer. I'm real whenever it's useful. Yeah. That was. Which to me is a perfect setup. Not setup. A perfect like, hey, Dark Knight Returns kind of thing because. He goes away. Yeah. And then he comes back when it's useful. Yeah, exactly. And it's, that's, yeah. It's, so that's um, for later. Also, um, the biggest question from the trailer has to be, what is the Flash's favorite chair? That's true. I would assume the one sitting across from it. Probably. He clearly also enjoys Rick and Morty. Yes, he does. Uh, and we also... As any, as any Flash should. <laughs> exactly. As any human should. Should. Um, but it also looked like there might have been a hint at the first version of Gideon. Yeah. Uh, which I thought was kind of nifty. Now, we don't know. It might just be a screensaver or whatever, but it may be reading too much into it. But it still was interesting nonetheless. Yes. Um, out of that, man, that's just... Man, throw a rock. We'll hit some DC news, man. Gotham. Let's kick it off with that. Yeah, let's do Gotham. Uh, it, season three. Hold on, let me find it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, see it. Uh, Gotham. Uh, season three is looking to be um, fucking big. It's a uh, subtitle: Heroes Will Fall. Yeah. Um, it's gonna debut on September nineteenth, and let's see what we got here as far as news goes. Uh, the Court of Owls. They will feature heavily, which you can figure by the end of season two. There was, uh, I mean, they debuted. It was the Court of Owls was there. Okay. Um, uh, but I'm it uh, not technically caught up. So yeah, it's, it's okay. I'll get there. But it's of course you're not caught up. You never are. You shut your fucking mouth. Uh, I'll get there. I'm I'm getting closer now, especially with with no no TV. <laughs> That's true. This is sad that like I now I don't have cable and I'm you gonna can, get you, caught up you more. You caught up on it way better. Uh, it uh, looks like they've cast uh, the Mad Hatter. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Benedict Samuel. Yeah. The uh, Alpha Wolf from uh, Walking Dead. Yeah. I think that was, uh, that seems like a good casting. Like, yeah. I, I enjoyed that guy. He was yeah, I think I think you give him, you give him Mercury the Lion hat, and I think he'll do all right. <laughs> um, God, I hope he has his hair. Like, the blonde hair, the crazy blonde hair, yeah. or are you talking about the actor's hair? The actor's hair. The long yeah. hair, yeah. I hope he has that kind of a hair. Like, not so long, but... Long a little, a little less unkempt, but <laughs> maybe a little neater, a little bit. Um, it looks like uh, James uh, Carpinello. That's a fucking guess the name. Uh, he played Bobby Saint in 2004's Punisher. That really just terrible Punisher movie. Yeah. The best thing about that movie was fucking Thomas Jane. Yeah. Because we got to see, <laughs> we got to see Thomas Jane years later in a short film that he produced and wrote himself called Dirty Laundry, which was the closest thing to Punisher we got until Daredevil Season 2. Yeah. Um, but he played Bobby Saint, uh, John Travolta's son in that movie, uh, and he's been cast as Mario Falcone. Yeah. So, uh... That'll be fun to see the Fal- be, uh, Falcone family. Huh? It'll be fun to see more of the Falcone family. Exactly, and I, and I hope to, I hope he doesn't just straight die in the first couple yeah, episodes. Yeah, that's, that's, I don't know, that's always a worry, I guess. Um, let's see. Uh, production has begun promos they've released. It's basically a little bit like behind the scenes, and then it shows small snippets of a scene. Uh, they released them for uh, Penguin, Alfred, Bullock, and Gordon. Nice. Uh, they all look really interesting. Uh, heard, something again, about, heard something about Talon appearing? Yes, Talon is going to be in there, and the, the scene that you see with him in it is he attacks uh, uh, Alfred. 
Oh, okay. So, uh, as a matter of fact, it's the same scene for the production has begun, where you see Alfred, he's getting ready for a fight. Uh, it's Talon's getting ready to attack him. Uh, and Ben McKenzie, he kind of opened up and released a little bit of news that he probably shouldn't have released. What was that? Uh, the quote is, yours truly might become another iconic DC character. In the middle of the season, at the end of the season, he he might take on the persona of a different character. That's an exclusive. Uh, Interesting. He, of course, it's pointing to that perhaps he might be the first version of Batman. Huh. That's what people are thinking. But, I mean, there's a lot of iconic DC characters that yeah. he could be. But it'd be interesting because in the recent Scott Snyder run of Batman, Jim Gordon took up the mantle of Batman. Yeah. So it wouldn't be that far off, but it'd be interesting to have the work. first version of Batman to be Gordon. Yeah. Um, but I, in any case, I'm all on board with this show because I think it's fucking incredible. Um, also on the DC front, Cartoon Numbers Justice League action trailer was released. Yeah, it was. This has been uh, talked about for the past year or so. Uh, it, I mean, it gives us back Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill. Yep. And you also obviously see Superman and Wonder Woman. A uh, bunch of characters in this. Yeah. It looks like... Um, a lot of them. I saw uh, Lobo, Mr. Freeze, uh, Brainiac? Brainiac was in there, yeah. yeah. Lex Luthor, Solomon Grundy. Yeah, Luthor was, was being a good guy or no? Kind of seemed like he could be. Seemed like he might be. So He's maybe, a good guy on, yeah, off on and on. Off and on. So. so he could be a good guy. Be kind of a firestorm for sure, which is funny. Yes. He, yeah, he looked really pretty funny. Swamp Thing, uh, I saw him, Plastic Man. Blue Beetle. Uh, Dark Side, I think it was Dark Side. I'm not sure. Uh, it, it looked very similar. He was throwing Superman and he kind of had a purplish, bluish outfit and a rock looking face yeah it's the only character I can assume yeah. it would be Zatanna uh, Zatanna yes yeah. uh, Stargirl that's sexy bitch Etrigan, Etrigan the Demon that's fucking like <laughs> that's, a, that's a harsh pull <laughs> yeah for a kid's <laughs> show uh, and Martian Manhunter yeah of course uh, Amazons uh, Cyborg obviously Harley Quinn Vixen it, yeah, it's it, all Vixen in there. Yeah, that'd be good. It's fucking packed full. Yeah, that's just the trailer. <laughs> exactly. I can't wait to see the show, but yeah. it, it looks like it's uh, going to be uh, a bit more comical. Yeah, it kind of looks like they took Justice League and, and, and Titan, Teen Titans Go and was like, here. And mashed them together. It looks interesting. It looks pretty I'll good. I'll definitely give it a shot because, Absolutely. I mean, Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill back, I'm down. Yeah, and, and it seems like the humor is there for some characters, which is important. So, yes. Like, it seems like I didn't see a Flash character I didn't either which is uh, weird but Firestorm has the humor so if they don't bring him in for a little bit then so be it mm. you got you got Firestorm he's not normally a comedic character like he, he has comedy yeah but, but he's not he's usually not like a Flash or Green and did you notice like in the trailer it shows it has uh, uh, Ben Stein or, or not Ben Stein that's Ben that's, Stein <laughs> Bueller Bueller <laughs> uh, no uh, Victor Garber uh, yeah uh, I can't remember. Is that the that's the character's name, right? Garber. Or yeah, is that the actor's name? I don't remember. God, fuck, I can't remember. I know Victor Garber. I'm pretty sure it's the actor's name, but whatever character he plays, because I I love the Flash and Legends of Tomorrow. Apparently enough to know the actor and character's name. Uh, he's this the older half of Firestorm, but you see his head floating there with a little like. Oh yeah, yeah. Sim- I thought that was kind of nifty. It's Stein. That's Stein. his last name. Yeah. That's uh, why Mor- Doctor. Yeah. Mori. Marty Martin Martin Stein Martin Stein Victor Garber is the actor look at us high five figuring stuff out 
That was loud. Yeah. Enjoy that. Yeah. Take uh, that to your ear sockets. Uh, let's see. Uh, the Batman, uh, which is the working title of the solo Batman movie. Yes. Looking at... Uh, Potentially taking place in Arkham? Yes. That'll be cool. I'm really fucking ecstatic about that. This is really neat. I hope it's going to be... Because uh, they said it's going to be a whole... It's going to be its own original story. It's going to take pieces from here and there. Um... I hopefully what I what my biggest hope for the movie is that they um, showcases detective skills more. Yeah, that's that's a problem with Batman in general, honestly. Any, in, in cinema, any movie, any animated movie, any, any show, the, it seems like they Batman just DC, take away the from Batman animated series. Seemed to hit it pretty well. They did. They did really. Uh, I'm talking about recent. Yeah, recently nothing. Like recently, like any. But then again, to be fair. I think Mask of the Phantasm yeah. was probably the last really good detective story from him. But it was, to be fair, I, I've never watched The Batman, the car, the cartoon series. Uh, I've watched a few episodes of it. It wasn't terrible, but it was about younger Bruce, and I wasn't too interested. Uh, or um, there was another Batman kind of CG animated one. Yeah. I can't remember what that was called. Oh. Beware the Batman, I think is what it was called. Something like that. It didn't appeal to me either. So I don't know. I never watched it, so I don't know if they had detective stuff in there, but I doubt it because they focus so much on action now. Yeah, but he he's the world's greatest detective. Yeah, so it's in his title exactly. So hopefully that's what the movie will not not focus on. But I mean, there put needs more to be action. On. But he you need to showcase his detective skills. Absolutely, like, that's one of the most important pieces of the character. Yeah. Like parents death, dresses like a bat. Great detective. Yeah. That's it. Like, Pretty uh, much. Hopefully they do that. But if they take place in Arkham Asylum, which means we're going to see shit tons of villains and potentially see, like, uh, uh, you know, them all having traps for him, set up for him, and he has to take them out one by one. That will be interesting to see. Yeah. Um, again, as, as, we, as we earlier said, it it's being written right now by uh, Ben Affleck and Jeff Johns. So... Fingers crossed. It looks like it, it. It sounds like with those two writing it, it might be fucking incredible. Um, and on to the upcoming. Uh, I think uh, this episode will probably go out next week, so it'll be the well the upcoming release of yeah. Suicide Squad. Uh, got a few uh, little tidbits came out of San Diego. Yeah. Uh, looks like uh, there's a new costume on display, John. Yeah. The Joker, uh, Joker Batman, Joker Batman, Jokerized Batman suit. Honestly, like uh, when I read the description of it, I was like, eh. but I saw a picture. It's pretty dope. I, I'm pretty okay with pretty it. Pretty awesome. Yeah, I wonder what they're gonna use it for. Though. I'm curious. I'm really, I'm really curious. Um, um, let's see, they had a new trailer. Right? Yeah, yeah, they had a new trailer. So that was cool. So uh, I'm not sure it. what the songs were they used in it, but again, they just one they, of them like said Suicide Squad, so I think it's an it original song. Original, yeah. Or someone wrote one recently that's very close to the movie. <laughs> that must be just um, a really big fan of it. But they they make they show they showcase a little bit of each character pretty well, so you mm-hmm. can see. And the only one I wish they showed more, just because I like her more is Katana, but they showed enough of her, like it was yeah. fine. Um, I don't know what the other girl's name is, like the Mystic one. I don't yeah, know. the Enchantress. Is that her? Yeah. Okay. I couldn't remember. Um, um, but yeah, they, I mean, they showed uh, Floyd Lawton, like, Will Smith is nailing that on the head. Yes. Like, he's part, and he's got the humor down. Yeah. Where it's, it's because, like, everyone, you see Deadshot, it's like, he's funny. He yeah, really, he is. Really can be. But they, they, sh- they think that he pulled that off real well. Um, 
The only one I didn't really, you don't really see a whole lot of is Croc. Yeah, but I he's he's Croc. I mean, there's, there's not, not a whole lot to showcase about the dude. He doesn't really talk much. So, um, but they're doing they're doing a good job, I think, so far. The trailers look good. Um, and they and like Harley's, they know how to use that music. Yeah. The music is perfect every single time. And I think I think Harley Quinn. Uh, Margot Robbie is awesome. First of all, Margot Robbie. Oh my God, she's beautiful. Absolutely. I she should. I I've never been one of those guys that's like, oh my God, that cartoon character is so hot. But I have a massive cross on Harley Quinn right oh, now. Oh yeah, and she pulls that off. Oh my God. And I've heard uh, that there's gonna be her outfit. Yeah, the gesture the outfit. Gesture outfit's gonna be there. It's gonna make an appearance apparently in a scene with the Joker. It's gonna be on like a like a mannequin. mannequin that'd be awesome. And then I, it looks like whenever they release him out there and have him get dressed, she first holds up the jester outfit. Nice. Before she gets dressed in her actual yeah. outfit. But I think I think uh, they show her really well as a strong, like an independent fighter. So yes. Like, she's not just. Yeah, because she's in the elevator and beat the shit out of Hell whatever yeah. it is. It, yeah, because because a lot of times people just look at her and just oh she's just a sidekick she's just for for fun and they're talking about doing a movie of just her yeah she could do it um but that that I'm okay with that absolutely uh, and it does look like uh, possibly there have been rumors of it the Flash might be have a cameo in it nice um there a little bit in the uh, in the trailer you see a bunch of lightning coming out from in front of uh, uh, Captain Boomerang. And that's what yeah. the people are thinking, that it's going to be part of his backstory. You're going to see the Flash in that. Yeah. Um, you see a bunch of lightning, and you can, if you compare it to the Justice League trailer, it looks very similar to uh, uh, the same lightning that happens whenever the Flash is speeding along. Right. Um, so it looks like he might uh, make an appearance in it. That would be very cool. Uh, I'd like to see that. Let's see. So uh, let's just start with Justice League, but separated. Yes? Yes, let's do it. Let's go alphabetically. Aquaman. 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 Uh, not a whole lot of news on his front. Not so much. Than, other than looking like a badass in the Justice League trailer. So, yeah. Oh, my God. Like, the scene where he's just standing at the water and it all hits him. Like, yes. Oh. It's just the scene where it's raining. He's drinking and throws it down. Like, what yeah. a fucking badass. I just, I just, I, I don't know. And his wanna, eyes. Yeah, they're great. Ah, oh, Jesus, they're beautiful. They're, they're gorgeous. My question is, is the scene where in Justice League trailer... When Batman uh, or Bruce Wayne, uh, <coughs> spoilers! Don't don't tell people. It's a secret identity. Secret. Identity. Uh, but when Aquaman like holds him up, and Batman said like you're Arthur Curry, I hear you can talk to fish. Like I want to know the next line. Yeah, because I, I really want it to be Aquaman's line from the new or the new other. Yeah, series. he's like, like I don't I, talk to fish. I control fish and like throw them against the wall or something. I think it, yeah, and it, it looks like calls a pack of sardines to attack. And you guys <laughs> seen alone show one. Justice League looks like he's going to showcase the detective skills of Batman itself because yeah. he in there he figures out that there's a stranger in that town that comes up uh, during the uh, King's Tide. King's Tide. And that Which was, is a great name. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> for him. But it was like, uh, I thought that was cool. I was like, okay, he figured it out. He knows who he is. He knows who Arthur Curry is. Yeah. And then it, it also shows um, whenever he's holding him up there, he's not afraid. He just he smirks and he's like, here, you can talk to fish. He just smirks at him. It's, it, it speaks so much. I just love, love the so. So is he gonna come? Find, no, yeah. <laughs> more, 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 well, less. Like more or less. More or less. More, more, more or more or less. <laughs> more or less. He, he said, said no. no. He yeah. said no. <laughs> uh, but no, um, not a whole lot of Aquaman news for the movie. Uh, this is a movie that a lot of fans uh, are saying like, "We'll believe it whenever the cameras start rolling." Yeah, because I don't know all the hate. Like, 
the animated Well, it's not just, it's not just a show. hate, but it seems like because for years we've been said, okay, there's going to be an Aquaman movie. Okay, now there's going to be an Aquaman movie. Oh, yeah. now there's going to be Aquaman. But never comes. So now they're like, okay, we have an Aquaman. Yeah. We've seen Aquaman. He's going to be in the Justice League. He'll be having his own movie. Yeah, exactly. Fine. So I think people are still like, but there's still not a lot of news. And I think it has a lot to do with they keep losing writers and losing directors. Yeah. Um, but right now it looks like, uh, not losing directors, I apologize. James Wan is still uh, slated to direct it, which he seems like a natural pick because he directed The Conjuring. That makes sense. Yeah, naturally. naturally. Anyways, uh, the former Justice League writer uh, has been uh, hired to rewrite the screenplay. Of course, I did not write down what his name is, but it doesn't matter, I don't think. Uh, it's funny because he left, apparently left the Justice League to go do something else. Didn't pan out. Didn't pan out, so they brought him back for Aquaman well, that's to rewrite cool. the As long script. as he didn't like, write a bad script, they're like, go away, wait, come back. You come back, wait, we need you. <laughs> write Aquaman. I guess, yeah, I, I think it was him that left because the things um, weren't really working out with Justice League. He yeah. didn't. I heard someone complain about Justice League as far as, like, it looks like like they're copying Marvel. Like, I know I was talking to Joe about it, too, but, like, and he and I had talked about it, like, yeah, kind of, where it's, like, Nick Fury goes out, like, he sends Coulson and, and Widow to go talk Holy to man. all these different people but to recruit the them. Is, but Batman kind of goes out and talks to them. But Batman himself them. goes out, and Batman yeah. himself figures out who these people are. Yeah, which is fine. I'm just saying, like, it's just like a recruitment. Yeah, it is. <laughs> which it, is fine. I don't care like the first way, half is going to be recruitment. Which I'm 100% okay with. Fine the only thing I don't, only thing I'm worried about is Superman. He's going to have to show up. Yeah. But it'll probably be towards the end of the movie, which is kind of sucky. Yeah. Because of the death thing. Yeah, they shouldn't have done that. That's fucking retarded. Too early for the death. Uh, also, Way too early. God damn it. That pissed me off. I know. Also, uh, Kevin no, Smith, I'm, I'm sorry, Kevin Smith's reaction to that whenever he, re- whenever he watched the movie, he was like, it was like uh, Zack Snyder read a comic book once and wanted to put it in a movie. <laughs> Yeah. That's what he. I'm like, that's, geez, that's a fucking slap right there. Is what yeah. that is, and it's true though. It feels like it. He read Dark Knight Returns and the Death of Superman. Was like, fuck it, make it one. And it was, oh, Jesus. Anyways, continue with um, your point. But I, I don't know what. The, I want them to do Watchtower. Like I want them to make a Watchtower for the oh, Justice. League. I think they will eventually. eventually, but like they're gonna have to. If introduce... they make the Watchtower, they're gonna be one step ahead of Marvel with that. Yeah. You know because. They need to, but the, they need to go to full that. tilt towards the comics. Yeah, but in order to do Watchtower, they have to introduce Martian Manhunter. They will. I know, but I want it. <laughs> I want it. But now. I think once they do the Watchtower in space, because Marvel, while they're very comic accurate, they do try to tend to stay a little bit. They change a lot of things, uh, it seems, in their in their movies, which is fine because I love originality. Yeah. Um, but if. DC's like if DC takes the DCW attitude and is like fuck it let's just throw it all in yeah. and they're like fuck it let's have a watchtower they'll be like holy shit there's a watch like, they're floating in space their their headquarters is in space it's amazing it would be incredible yeah. if they did that that'd be so to hopefully me, Manhunter will come up and we can make watchtower happen I, I would be surprised if we see him uh, before Justice League 2 which is fine um I just, but they can't have Watchtower without him. No, it doesn't work. Well, I mean, they could do it with the Green Lanterns. Yeah, that's true. But someone's got to stay at the Watchtower. Yes, yeah, sure. So it has to be for a while at least. Has to be Martian. They yeah. can't really. He, can't well, have, I mean, he doesn't have to stay at the entire. What if they do? Uh, well, no, because Batman's got to stay. I was like, what if they just have Batman and Alfred stay there? 
But I doubt it. I'll just let Alfred stay there. Fuck it. Yeah, Alfred's fine. Uh, uh, On to Wonder Woman. Trailer was released. It was. It looked good. It looked awesome. I was... Fuck, it was... Captain Kirk was there? Captain Kirk. It was crazy (laughs) universe crossing right there. Um, Now, again... You see him in the picture in BBS. Yeah. And then, yeah, he's totally, like, one of the main guys in the movie, so that's cool. I think... um, like with Justice League, I don't have any doubts about this movie. This movie looks incredible and potentially could be the most important DC movie that Warner Brothers puts out. It could be one of the most important movies because this is the first female-led superhero film. I'm talking like big superheroes. Yeah, pretty much. You know, I mean, you can go back and you can look at what? <laughs> you can look at Tank Girl. Mm. nobody else does but yeah nobody else really you know what I mean but like it's this is huge especially with right now with a lot of like the feminist movements and uh, you know stuff like that which is she and and, I mean the Amazonians that's a strong female character yeah and it's like and not just the whole like fuck you you're a man we don't need you exactly that's exactly what it's like and I think uh, I think it's, it could be one of the most important films that they put out. I just hope I, I want to see. I know they're not going to do it, which is fine. But I would love to see a little bit more of Themyscira. Yeah, I think uh, they're going to do. I think they're, they're going to stay focused mainly on land. But on I think they're going to do a little bit more because there's a lot of pictures online of them in Themyscira. Yeah, well, I mean, the beginning part of the trailer was, was Pine washed up there. Yeah, and then hit, hit her with her mom and stuff. So Trevor, or Stephen, Trevor, Stephen, Trevor, something, Chris Pine. Captain Kirk. Yeah, I, I gotta be 100% honest. I don't know a lot about the mythology of Wonder Woman. Um, she's a fascinating character, very important, and I know she's integral to the Justice yeah. League. A lot of it's Greek. I mean, essentially, it's. Yeah, I know Zeus. Zeus. Exactly. <laughs> I think uh, Steve Trevor, that's his name. Uh, but I don't know a lot, but this movie itself, that's, that's a way to go into a lot of these movies. Is it go in there? If you if you don't have knowledge, you're gonna be fine. If you yeah. have knowledge, you're more likely to get pissed off. Possible. You know what I mean. Uh, so if you go in there with thinking just like, okay, this is gonna be a movie. I'm just gonna watch this for this. It'll be good. It'll be fine. You know. Yeah. Uh, Wonder Woman though. I mean, it looks incredible. It, it, visually stunning. The fight scenes look incredible. The fight scene. <laughs> they look awesome. Yeah. They remind me of Captain America a little bit. They do. <laughs> a lot of shield action. Yeah, because a lot of against the floor, run up, hit. Like yeah. Now, to be fair, I but, don't remember also, seeing Captain America slide with the shield no, on the shield. No, but that kind of movement. Yeah, he is general. very Captain America. Yeah, but, but it works really well. She does it really well. And she's got a lasso. She's got a lasso. And a sword. So... Fuck Cap. <laughs> exactly. She would Team kill Wonder Cap. Woman. Team Wonder Woman. Hashtag Jesus. Team Wonder Woman. Uh, yeah, because like, I was really, I was watching it like, yeah, she has a shield, okay, she has a sword, cool, and then they showed her using the lasso as a weapon, which you don't see a whole lot, which, but why not? Like, yeah, she exactly. does, uh, the most you see her do that in is Flashpoint. Yeah. Because she's, she's at war. Yeah. But like, I love seeing her like, take, take the lasso, throw it, grab somebody, pull them back, throw it down, grab the shield, like it's, been real like that war is going to be awesome um i'm super excited to see that it looks like uh i heard there was some uh, some casting news for the flash yeah what we got john uh looks like kiersey clemens is going to join the flash and i think she was she was in what was a dope 
and Neighbors 2. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen Neighbors 2. Dope looks awesome. Dope looks incredible. Neighbors 2 does not. It looks okay. Um, (laughs) Better than the first one to me. And I'm just happy they hired an actress. And she's going to play Iris West. Yes, exactly. So that's going to be awesome. I think she's a really good choice. Yeah, she looks the part. Um, But again, I've got to say, at least to my recollection, Iris West in the comics has always been white. For the most part, yes. And in the show, she's black. Right. And in the movie now, she's black, although they refuse to get Grant Gustin and to be connected to the show. Yeah. And Eobard Thawne is going to be a cripple, which again, in any continuity of The Flash, <laughs> he never was. Yeah. But you know where he was a cripple? The CW. The CW. <laughs> Why the fuck wouldn't they just connect the universes? It just just jump to the CW. Jump to the CW. Go to the CW. Make me happy again. Okay, we're going to CW. Uh, So there's a lot of discussion going on about giving uh, the John Wesley ship and Matt Ryan line up uh, those contracts Um, that they gave to. uh, uh, shit balls. Uh, yes. John Barrowman and shit balls. Uh, shit balls. <laughs> John Barrowman and yeah. uh, Went Wentworth Miller. Yeah, Wentworth. Uh, Wentworth Miller. Wentworth Miller. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, the same ones. Uh, and giving Constantine the Friday night slot that was once inhabited by Vampire Diaries. Yeah, I watched it. Did you? All really? of, no, I never. Oh, watched Jesus. It. <laughs> I was like, we're gonna have to end this fucking podcast. Yes, yeah, sorry, I gotta go home. Um, no, uh, yeah. So that would be uh, awesome. I'm fucking stoked for that. I, I, so I, is it actually gonna be their own Constantine show then? Yeah. Is it gonna be called Constantine? I think they might change it to Hellblazer. Hellblazer that'd be better. Um, but I, I was, I became excited. Like, and there's also talk of having uh, uh, the bat sharing the Batman TV rights with Fox. Yes. To bring Batman into that universe. Which would be fantastic. Because they're already bringing Superman into that universe. Yeah. But whenever I read this article, I and I don't usually do this because I'm not an overly excitable person. Um, but I like it was like a squee. You know, like the thing that all these little... You squeed? I squeed. Holy crap. And not because of Batman. Did a squee pop up? Yeah, it did. That's awesome. Uh, but because Matt Ryan might get a show... On the CW. That would be amazing. They might... Save Constantine might have worked. Dude, they need to do it. His character is so much fun. He he, He does it so well. He's perfect. But yeah, like I said, I mean, they're wanting to share the rights with Gotham so they can bring Batman into the universe, which is going to be rough to do. Yeah. Uh, It's going to be hard to bring that character. Because Green Arrow is already essentially... The Batman character. The Batman character. Um, I mean, they they could bring him in occasionally because I don't think they're going to make him a oh, full-time Lord, character. No. So yeah. fine. So like, yeah. I mean, they could, they could do the same thing in my head that they do in the comic books or in, in animated shows where it's like Batman's the focus and then Green Arrow's like, hey, I can help. And <laughs> Hello. I do the same thing you do, but I have a bow. Um, <laughs> I look cooler doing it. Yeah. Not really. Or older. <laughs> or older. <laughs> I look. You older. see this? You see this curly Q beard thing I've got going on? People. Oh it's my god. Because I'm sophisticated. People. Uh, How do you not? My thing is, is like, if you put a mask on and you see that flipping curly cube, I know who it is. It's like obviously it's Oliver Queen. He's well, the only person, in, the only person in, in the city that has it. When the, fo- the show first started, people were like, "Like, I wish you would just have that beard." I'm like, "Why? No. 
Why? It so looks recognizable. It looks dumb to yeah, me. I can't does. help it. It looks stupid. Like, yeah, you wanted him to look like Robin Hood. Got it. It worked for the comic book. No. Does not TV work. show. In the comic books, we can ignore. It's, yeah, you can ignore the logic. Yeah. <laughs> In a show where it's moving. No, nah, no, nah, you can't <laughs> do that. It's hard to do that. So uh, speaking of the Batman rights, though. Because they got the whole bringing the Batman's the CW thing. <laughs> so so Supergirl mm-hmm. uh, might be bringing in Batwoman. Or yeah. are they bringing in Batwoman? Might be. Might be. Okay. Who might be bringing in Batwoman. Have they casted someone for they it? They did cast uh, the character of Maggie Sawyer, who is Batwoman. Okay. Uh, uh, Florina Lima. Uh, relatively new actress. I'm not honestly sure who she is. I, I didn't see any show that I recognized or movie that I recognized her in. Um, but they're, they've already cast her, so it looks like they're one step closer to bringing Batwoman in. But one thing, apparently, that is for sure is the Oracle. Awesome. So I think... Uh, Love me some Oracle. Oh. Yeah, I guess. Nah, I do like the Oracle. I think it's a fantastic character. Um... But uh, seeing her as uh, seeing Oracle, and hey, we're gonna have Superman on that show. We're gonna have uh, <laughs> we're gonna have uh, Oracle. We're gonna have Batwoman, and possibly Batman joining the universe. Fuck! It is DCW. That's yeah. what it is. So, and <clears throat> I don't know. I still wish in my head. I still wish they would do like an alternate universe, like an injustice kind of thing, and, and have the TV show characters versus the movie characters. Cool. They'll never do it. Oh, they will But it would be it. fantastic. Even if they did a one-shot, like, you know what? Let's just bring the TV characters into the movie world. We'll do a movie real quick, and it'll be done. They'll never do it, but that would be awesome. It would be. That would be really, really incredible. Um, uh, but, it, God damn. Speaking of <laughs> these contracts, yes, the ones are giving just... Line up wide, you know, they're gonna put them on everything, they're gonna be regulars on everything. Obviously, not showing up in every show and every episode, but we'll show up periodically. Katie Cassidy, yeah, she died, right? Yeah, she's dead. She, not the actress, Black Canary died. Yeah, that's what I meant. I didn't mean that she died. Okay, so, (laughs) so Katie Cassidy is supposedly potentially going to be offered a contract similar to. Barrowman and uh, Miller. Yeah. Where she will be a series regular across the board. Now, the difference is she could be uh, Black Siren. Yeah. She wasn't her too. Yeah. Like, that could work. Or it could just be flashbacks. Or she can show up in uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, could. But uh, uh, it's going to be. Uh, Interesting. She is going to be in the season two of uh, the animated Vixen series. Right. And we'll be joining uh, Stephen Amell, Grant Gustin, Brandon Routh, and uh, Franz Drama. 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 Uh, who plays Firestorm in Legends of Tomorrow. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it looks like uh, it, it, she's in it for the long haul. We've got Constantine's going to probably be in it for the long haul. Uh, so much Flash's good. dad is going to be in it for the long haul. So much good stuff. Captain Cold. Fuck yes, it's gonna be it's Ugh. gonna be incredible. Um, jumping over to uh, the other main the original, the kickoff, the to Iron the, Man, the Iron Man of our DCW, of our DCW, yes, exactly, the Iron Man of our DCW. Uh, some news, which is on not this. what they're calling it, right? They're they're calling it something else. They're calling it 
W no, I think they're calling it W C or uh, DCCW is what they're that's calling DCCW. it. DCCW. I think that's what they're calling it. Yeah, um, they're dumb. I like DCW because it's just three letters. Yeah, it's one less. It's one less. It's easier to say. Three letters is way. easier. This is America, dude. This is three the lazy letters land. over four letters is way easier. <laughs> when people when people have full names, they do initials. It's never four. It's always three. It's always what. Initials for their first, middle, and last name. Oh, it's always like, three. It's <laughs> I, you meant, I was like, no, it's usually two, but whatever. No, it's I, 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 mean, I do two, but I mean, I can do three. I guess I do JRO. But, but then if I, but if I do four, then my arm gets tired, my hand cramps up. It's, <laughs> dude, where do we live? Ethiopia. <laughs> three letters, man. That's all you need. Shut the fuck up, John. All right. Anyway, so Arrow. <laughs> Um, let's see. Showrunner Wendy Miracle. Miracle? I, miracle. I assume Miracle. I don't know. She's a miracle. We'll she's say that. Miracle. She she t- said um, that season five's villain will be somebody Oliver unwittingly created in season one when he was a killer in a hood. Yeah, and this uh, she also said uh, this guy's going to be collateral damage who lost someone to the hood and has spent the last several years training and plotting for revenge. He will be a true dark mirror to Oliver Queen. Slade. <laughs> Again. Again. Why not? Just throw him back in there. Fuck it. Uh, I think it's gonna, that sounds really cool to me. Uh, yeah, it'd be kind of like a, like being able to go back to their roots a little bit. Exactly. Go back, um, go back to season one whenever the show is still really good, really solid. Season one and two, best two seasons so yeah. far. And I think it'll be fun to have some new recruits around. Yes, uh, uh, to train. Yeah, exactly. That's uh, and yeah. I, I mean, I full full in my head. I think the original cast will come back. And, <laughs> oh yeah, and these guys will be either there to help, or they'll get their own show, or they'll go somewhere else. They'll join the legends of the legends of the Mar or yeah. something. So so um, it'll be interesting to see what they do. Yeah, I I I do think. Um, I mean, Diggle's gonna come back because they've already said they already have the new helmet and costume for him ready. Uh, I think Thea is going to be the one where she might ultimately stop completely. Yeah. Or it could just be a rotating cast of little helper vigilantes, which could be interesting in itself. Um, but uh, the showrunner, uh, it looks like, was uh, also asked about the decision to kill off uh, Laurel. Yeah. Um because a lot of fans were kind of pissy about that one, which I was like, I don't know, the character kind of irritated me until that point, and then well, I was very I feel upset. like she got to a point where she was getting too anxious about fighting, um, and she was getting better, but Oliver still tried to protect her too much. So, so her going out and doing what she needed to do, um, she, she, she did, and then because of the whole thing with her dad. I mean, it seemed appropriate to <clears throat> have someone connected to Dark and that person getting, have someone killed in their family. Like, it just kind of made sense. Like, yeah. it, it works. It's, I don't think it's because of the character at all. I think it's just because of the storyline. And I don't know if anything like that happens in the comic book side. I really don't know, to be honest. Um, I love Green Arrow, but I don't really know that part. But I think it worked out really well. I mean, it sucks because I did like their chemistry together, especially when she started becoming a badass. Yeah. But but I would have loved to see her do more of the DA stuff, but it, that would have been boring, yeah. honestly, after a while. Yeah, it's not a lot in order. So, Green Arrow. Yeah. Um, but apparently she said, uh, the quote was, uh, I can't say too much about that. 
I can say with confidence that in Season 5, our decision will make more sense. Even to the fans who were uh, really vehemently opposed to it, and that we will learn exactly what Laurel and uh, Laurel said to Oliver on her deathbed in the season's premiere episode. Awesome. I'm uh, excited. So, uh, <laughs> God damn, some more news. Uh, the arrow fright. Arrow Dude. really got has got a lot. We still honestly. Got, yeah. Um, Flash has got a lot, but only because uh, they released the changes to the uh, Flashpoint. But uh, with the Arrow, uh, uh, we will see Mister Terrific. It'll be Curtis Holt, which is played by uh, Echo Kellum from uh, the show. She, he was uh, uh, Felicity's assistant, assistant-ish person, partner. Yeah, uh, but uh, he will get a real. Uh, origin story. Cool. Uh, which is going to be interesting to see him. Uh, I want to see him turn into a badass. Because secretly, I've always wanted to see Felicity as a badass. I think this would be kind of like the equivalent. I think yeah. it would be kind of cool. Like the, the nerdy person turns into a badass. I think that's going to be cool. Yeah, get him trained. Plus, up. he's a big boy, too. He he looks like he He looks like he could, yeah. He looks like he can kick some ass. Um, they've also got uh, Ragman was, has been cast. Now, yeah. it's funny <laughs> because. They have been talking about how grounded this season is, and it's going to go back to the streets and go back to street crimes and mobsters. Uh, but then they cast then they Ragman. Announce Ragman. <laughs> now, for those who don't know, Ragman's uh, costume absorbs the corrupted souls of his vanquished foes, giving him his power. That sounds familiar. <laughs> oh, there's something. There's something dark about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, something like like uh, some child named Damien maybe I don't know it's uh, it seems weird that they would cast a character called Rag- Ragman who uh, who has such sort of supernatural powers yeah maybe but then will, again they've already introduced supernatural maybe stuff maybe he won't be the focus then like, maybe he'll just if appear he's just in it then that would be okay maybe there'll be a guest star from uh, Constantine That'd be cool if they got Constantine in that episode. Uh, uh, but I mean, as long as he's not like a focus. Yeah. I think that was a problem is we were seeing so much of Dark that it was just like every episode like, haha. But he's not going to be a villain oh, though. That's the thing. He, oh, he's not? No, I guess he's but he's going to be a hero. I thought um, that doesn't make sense. But uh, it, but maybe it's he'll be in there and Constantine will be there too. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> apparently you should see him in the second episode. Well, that'd be cool. Uh, uh, new villain announced? Yeah, brand new villain, like original to the show, uh, called Prometheus. Or Prometheus, according to this paper. You know what? <laughs> it was five o'clock in the fucking hey, morning. To be fair, her, uh, um, her syntax, Wendy Miracle, her syntax is wrong. You don't want to put really and vehemently together. Like, no, you don't. But that was her actual that, quote. That's her quote. That's fine. But that that's, was a that's verbatim on, quote. That wasn't on, on me. That's that was on you. her. That's I copied her. and pasted that shit. Yeah. So, so I like you so far, Wendy, but work on your syntax a little bit. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, new new character, uh, Prometheus, uh, that fits in with the season's theme of legacy. Legacy. Uh, it is not related to, there's a character called uh, Prometheus. Is Randy was... Orton going to be on this? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's gonna be in it. He, uh, but uh, he's back, by the way. I know, I know. I heard that. That's awesome. He made a little last night. Uh, <laughs> well, as we're recording this, it's Monday night. Uh, the day after. The day after uh, WWE Battleground to take a break from the uh, San Diego stuff. Uh, I didn't get a chance to watch it, but I read some tidbits on I it. I watched it. Uh, Randy Orton uh, 
came back yeah. to give an interview. On the highlight reel. On the highlight reel. Chris Jericho's highlight reel. And made a very... Everyone that was paying attention to C- CW was just like, what the fuck now? Sorry, we'll, we'll, we'll jump we'll jump back into the CW here in a second. Uh, <laughs> sorry, we get... Okay, hey, we get sidetracked, man. What were we talking about? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so he came out and was talking, and him and Jericho were bantering back and forth because they don't like each other character-wise, at least, and... And Jericho said something about his return. So, yes, I've been gone. And he, Jericho was gone for all the... Uh, Randy was gone nine months. And Randy Orton was like, yes, I've been gone nine months. But at least when I come back, I fight uh, Lesnar and not Fandango. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah. He, and the he, look on his face, Jericho's face, just like, oh, motherfucker. <laughs> Never fighting word. Never fighting word, yeah. And then he makes a pun. Not a pun. He, makes a, he takes a crack at... Uh, Brock Lesnar's recent uh, drug use, drug use uh, fiasco, uh, and says, "What is this?" He says, "I won't need any enhancements yeah. to beat him." I was like, "Shit!" Oh. Orton is on fire. And I love Jericho. Was like, "Oh, you're gonna pay for that one. <laughs> he's gonna hurt you." <laughs> and I that really match. think that he for real, it. <laughs> yeah, it's, he's gonna get hurt. Oh god! Uh, what but, were we talking about? Uh, DCCW. That's right. As we should call it DCW. DCW. Uh, yeah, brand new character Prometheus. Not related to. There's a character in the comic books uh, right. from the Justice League, uh, from Grant Morrison and Howard Porter called Prometheus. This is a brand new character. Uh, not anything is known about him other than he will fit into the theme of the show. Um, let's see. As this sh- I guess, uh, also, uh, damn. According to Stephen Amell, Oliver is doing a shit job as mayor. He is not doing a good job. Wait, he, wait, wait. Can we stop for a second? You you bleeped out shit on the paper. Copied and pasted. <laughs> copied. He did not say sh- asterisk T. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, the website is apparently very opposed to... Uh, <laughs> Uh, a cursing because yeah. I get all I get all of our news uh, from comicbookmovie.com uh, and they they have a thing against uh, cursing okay. which they're going to be very upset with the video I posted yeah that's so uh, good then <laughs> but uh, anyways uh, he's doing a uh, asterisk T job as mayor he's not doing a good job he ran for the mayor office and got elected unopposed Based on a lot, a lot of heartfelt sentiment, but because he is alone and doesn't have his team, he doesn't have time to be the mayor. So Thea is basically doing all the stuff for him. Free loader. Uh, basically, I guess it, the show will open up as um, Star City's Star- overrun with crime, and yeah, not like the big terrorist threat they've taken no, care but of. But like, that. like as, since he's become mayor, crime has gone up. Yeah, because Which is funny because like he doesn't do mayor stuff. He's trying to take. Or he does mayor stuff, tries to, but can't be the arrow. Can't be the arrow, can't be the mayor, so he's having trouble balancing both and suffered. Um, but apparently, I guess, at least they're taking care of the big terrorist threats. Yeah. Dark's gone. <laughs> Dark's gone. That's, uh, and he also said, said that the season is very patient, is the word he used, patient, which I assume means slow. You know what I mean? Uh, not not slow, like boring, but slow, like it's going to take its time to get to where yeah. it's going. Uh and uh, no real cliffhangers, which I think is good because that got old really, really quick this past season, season four. A lot of cliffhangers, and I uh, wasn't a huge fan of that. I have a question. What's that? Is this Wendy Miracle person? Is she showrunner or executive producer? Executive producer and showrunner. You can't do two jobs at once. You can't, be really two, not. you can't be two people at once. It's like trying to be Bruce Wayne and Batman. See, you're reading these more than I am because <laughs> I just copied and pasted this shit, sir. So uh, she said we're going back. Well, she said as executive producer this time that we're going back. 
We're going back, like Stephen Amell said, back to season one. So we're going to have some really badass monsters. We're really, uh, we're kind of really going back to the crime in the city. When we come back to it, it is Mayor Queen's in office, and things are better. Uh, and there's no ultimate impending terrorist attacks, but there is a lot of street crime, and the mobsters have really taken over the city. So yeah, so I mean, it really so does sound feel, like they're going back to season one and two era. All the crime, the people doing the crime are coming back because Arrow's not out as much. Yeah, Arrow's not starting out as to much. notice them not be there. So and he's doing oh, apparently okay. According to her, he's doing fine as mayor, but according to Stephen Miller, he's doing a shit. Well, I mean, I mean, because I think the way Oliver's looking at it is like he he crime's going up, so, so he's, he's obviously not doing a good job. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it, it sounds interesting. It comes out uh, October fifth. October fifth. So we got that to look forward. Catch to. Catch it on the DCW. On the DCW. Uh. But on to our well, my favorite DCW show, The Flash. Zoop. Zoop. Yes, it's called Zoopy. I know. I know. This just f- like Nightcrawler does bamfing. <laughs> no, that's stupid. That's what they call it. You know, because you know what bamf is? Badass motherfucker. Yeah, which Nightcrawler is. That's fine. That's true. I fucking love Nightcrawler. But uh, no, we're going to zoop on over to the Flash. Yeah, we are. So uh, I heard they might catch a glance of Aquaman. Yeah, season three. Aquaman. It's going to be interesting, uh, which I guess would make sense because in the Flashpoint comic, uh, Aquaman has a presence there, obviously, because Aquaman and Wonder Woman at, are at war. Yes. Uh, so maybe it, now, obviously, it could be a glimpse like we had a glimpse of how Jordan and Arrow. Jordan. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> so maybe. Bye. It's, so maybe we're gonna see Curry. Yeah. <laughs> or we just see a trident, maybe. Just a trident. Something. I think we'll see. Yeah, just just a shadow in the water. So yeah, I mean, I'm interested to see what they're gonna do with that whole Flashpoint. Yeah, absolutely. Because obviously they can't go like in detail like Paradox, like the Flashpoint Paradox movie. Yeah, they can't. They can't so go too much far into going it. on. But. Exactly, yeah. uh, but it'll be interesting. Apparently, it's uh, a lot of the changes actually have been released. Uh, according to uh, the, they did a f- panel at San Diego. Um, uh, the fallout of the Flash's second season finale, referred to as Flashpoint, will have an effect on the other shared universe CWDC shows or DCW. Uh, Flash le- uh, lead Grant Gustin even said that he knows of a Flashpoint change in Arrow, which he said was a subtle one. Interesting. I'm not sure what it would be. Me either. Because I can't think of a subtle one. I, I could see where uh, Oliver's father is actually the Green Arrow. That's but that's not subtle. That's that's pretty big. That's a huge one. Unless uh, maybe maybe his mom's still alive. Maybe but that's not subtle either. Yeah. That's a whole character. That's a whole person that's alive. Oh, what's he? He's blue. He's blue arrow. <laughs> he's the blue arrow. Um. Well, I mean, I guess it could. I don't know. Like maybe. Maybe some, he's rich again. I don't know. Merlin's still alive. That'd be kind of cool. Like I know it's a big. Tommy's it's still a big thing. But oh, I'd love that. I love that character I so much. I wish they bring him back. That'd be so cool. Uh, um, so picking up Flash season three premiere. Uh, it'll be a year after Barry altered the timeline, and he'll be enjoying and loving his new life because both of his parents are still alive. Merry Christmas. Um, Wally's also going to be the Flash. Right, Wally's... Uh, and, and are they calling him Kid Flash, or is that just kind of what he looks like? I think it's what he looks like. I think they're just going to call the him Flash, the Flash. Which is fine. Yeah. Um, he very still worked for the CCPD, but um, is he still going to be... 
Yes. Crime analyst thing? Okay. Yes. Uh, but he's, I mean, obviously he's not going to really know Joe West as well as he did. Yeah. But uh, he's going to get advice from another speedster, which I'm guessing is going to be uh, Reverse Flash. Yes. So, I mean, because you see him in the trailer talking to him. So, I mean, he's going to get advice saying, hey, you fucked up and uh, you're the bad guy now. That's kind of what it made it sound like, which obviously is saying things, but kind of is. He sort of is the bad guy because he he did kind of ruin everybody else's lives. Yeah, it changed everything. Now, uh, because it looks like he's trying to talk to Joe. I'm like, hey, Joe, blah, blah. He's like, why are you talking to me? You're not friends. Don't talk to me. So that's going to be different. And then all the while, Joe's not going to know that his his son is Kid Flash or Flash. Um, And since he didn't raise Barry... They're just not close. It's, and him and Iris aren't going to know each other very well. Exactly. Uh, he won't know who Cisco is, and he won't know who Caitlin is. But Cisco in the trailer is fucking awesome looking. It looks like he's going to be like the millionaire. The millionaire. He's going to run Star Labs or Cisco Labs. Cisco Labs. Yeah, but he's got it's the equivalent, obviously. But he's going to yeah. run. And he's going to be like one of the richest men, quote unquote. Was was that Caitlin with him on his arm? I think so. So are they together? I guess maybe. That'd be interesting. I can't wait to see this. I wonder if if her, I wonder if Robbie, Robbie Mel, <laughs> wonder if I wonder if he died and he just went. She just went with him. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's still stuck. In, maybe. Um, interesting. But they're also, uh, they've got uh, the new cast addition, Tom Felton. Woo woo. Yep, Draco Malfoy. Yeah, baby. Uh, uh, spoke about his character, uh, fellow Central City uh, Police CSI Julian Dorn. Julian Dorn. Uh, saying that he will be suspicious of Barry Allen and will have a slightly abrasive relationship with him. He also said that while Julian will know Barry through years of working together, Barry will not be familiar with Julian due to his newness to the Flashpoint timeline. Which, I mean, I don't know. The time time travel stuff gets to me. Cause it's yeah, like, you, you really kind of like, just... Yeah, he, he went change the past but then his memories would also change right so he would remember even though he if he thinks he wouldn't he would look at the person and be like oh i don't re- oh, i know everything about you like it's just how it would be because you've spent time with them exactly even though you haven't like i don't know i guess you know what though in a sound unless I, unless it's they do the unless they're doing the whole setup where like his consciousness travels to this point in time yeah and then that would make sense but yeah, I mean that's a lot of ifs. You really gotta take whenever the, any show or any movie does time travel, you really just gotta kind of take it grain of salt. Exactly. So yeah. you just gotta kind of go roll with whatever it. they tell you. You gotta believe it. So, really, I mean, but, a butterfly effect. Uh, that movie with uh, Ashton dipshit. Um, <laughs> that uh, I actually like the movie. Not too, I, I it wasn't too. too bad. But they handled the whole memory thing how I would imagine it would work. Where he remembers everything that happened, but he still also remembers the other past. The other past, which I think was interesting. Yeah. Um, maybe that's maybe it'll start to work like that. Maybe over time he'll start to remember things. Maybe. But uh, they've also got uh, since Supergirl's on the CW, Grant Gustin expressed uh, great excitement at the thought of Superman coming to the series, uh, who's going to be played by Tyler Hoechlin. Absolutely, Tyler Hoechlin. All I know is that he played in. I guess he played in Teen Wolf. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, but don't expect to see a Flash and Superman team up anytime soon. Uh, Gustin revealed that he was. Uh, he has not yet shared a scene with Hoechlin. Yeah, I hope they do, but yeah, eventually. I mean, maybe I don't eventually. want Superman on there. I, like Batman, I don't want him on there all the time. I want him just to just occasionally. Yeah. Yeah. No so, need for him. It'll be interesting. Um, because um, Supergirl and him are cousins, right? Yes. Okay. 
the trailer um, for it. I mean, it looked fucking incredible. Yeah, it did. It looked awesome. Uh, and it looks like it got two main villains. Yeah, it looks like there's going to be um, Dr. Alchemy. Yes. Voiced by Tobin Bell. Yes, who from was Saul. in Saul. Yeah. yeah. Played Jigsaw. Uh, yeah, it did. And he possesses the Philosopher's Stone, which once belonged to Merlin. And by pressing the stone in various points, it allows him to transmute any element into any other element. So, for example, steel into rubber, uh, healthy oxygen into deadly carbon monoxide. And he also possesses the power to transform the human body, having once turned the flash into a being of water vapor. Also, he can control the stone from a distance with telekinesis. Yes. Uh, Thanks be, for those bullet points. I was going to say, no I mean, perfectly <laughs> honest, I had no fucking clue who this guy no, was. That was no. a straight copy and paste from Wikipedia. Which, fair enough. Uh, because I, I, I really had no idea who the character was. He sounds fascinating. I, I heard, I've heard the name. I, I have. I've heard the I name, but that's about him. it. Um, um, also, looks like we're getting uh, an unknown speedster. Yeah. Looks a lot like... It looks like the Black Racer, which is basically the speed, the death for speedsters. God of death. Uh, pretty much. The, the God of death, almost. And uh, he looks... Quite similar to him, so I'm curious if that's what he's going to play or what character it is. Um, but uh, jumping in uh, further into the DCW world, Legends of Tomorrow, Season 2. Yeah, which is, I mean, eh. <laughs> uh, the show was fine. I, I really had no problem with the show. It was fine. It picked up. Um, I'm enjoying Season 1 so far. I haven't finished it 100% with it. But yeah, I mean, it's it, hard because on Hulu there's missing episodes, so I'm kind of just waiting for all of it to go on to Netflix so I can watch all of it. Yeah, it's I, I don't know when it will. Yeah, me either. But, uh, probably in October. Honestly, okay, I'm keep checking Hulu for the episode I need because I'm like I'm on like episode twelve, I think. Twelve. Oh, you're close. I know. You're close to the end. I got watch ten or eleven was the last one I was on Netflix. Um, so I need to watch it, but. <clears throat> On it Netflix? looks whatever comes out. No, you said uh, I watched on Hulu. You watched? Oh, you said yeah, you, they, you said watched because I had watched up to like six or seven, and then they had like eight, nine, ten, eleven, and then like the last episode. So so it's so weird how they do that. I know it, but it, it it really picks up. The show picks up after about episode six. I think about there on is where I started to get a little bit more interested in it. Uh, but it wasn't like something I was like super into but this next season though yeah so it looks like they're gonna be an episode called Justice Society of America yeah it's gonna be the second episode of the nice. season um, cool and then I heard the villain's gonna have a pretty cool idea yeah let's give it a little drum roll <laughs> <laughs> that's my drum roll oh lord okay let's just leave it to now you're a Murloc. So, <laughs> so Legion of Doom will be the villains in season two, uh, including Malcolm Merlin, Damian Dark, Reverse Flash, and Captain Cold. Which explains how we get Wentworth Miller across yeah, the board. Which makes sense. Which, again, again Flashpoint kind of changes everything. You yeah. don't know what's going to be what. It doesn't, yeah. Um, but we're also going to see Justice Society of America. Yeah. Which is fucking cool. Uh, Star Girl. Star Girl. Uh, she's uh, apparently a young woman. Uh, she gains uh, superpowers uh, after she inherits a powerful cosmic staff from Starman. Starman. Again, no fucking clue who that character is. She's related to Star Girl. Um, or he. He is. Uh, Obsidian. Hey, I'm just helping the genders. <laughs> yeah. Did you? Did you assume my gender? <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm not gender specific over here. He, no. she, it, whatever. Um, Obsidian, yes, you said that. Uh, it's going to be the son of the original, original, original Ring Lantern, Alan, Alan Scott. Scott. Yeah. Uh, possesses a capability to become a powerful shadow. So my question is, or not question, I guess, but my statement is, it just makes me laugh because Alan Scott does make me laugh as, as a Green Lantern because of his weakness. Wood? Wood. It's the dumbest thing. He's... He's he's weak to wood. Wood. Yeah. It's like he's like the aliens in signs. <laughs> They're weak to water. <laughs> well, they can't get through a wooden door either. Yeah, that's true. So well, probably because there's water inside that door. <laughs> it's wood, to be so honest. Goddamn stupid. Anyways, um, and Doctor Midnight. Doctor Midnight. No idea really who the character's gonna be because there's been three different versions of the character in the comic books. Um, uh, uh, Dr. Uh, Charles McNider, uh, Dr. Elizabeth Chapel, or uh, Dr. Peter Anton Cross. Peter. Um, all versions are essentially the same. Uh, they're blind or semi-blind, can see very well in the dark, though. Uh, they use special visors and blackout smoke so they, so they can get a tactical advantage over their enemies uh, and their skilled martial artists. Um, it's actually, I read this, I didn't know this uh, until I was looking up the character. Uh, it's widely regarded as the first superhero in comics to exhibit a physical impairment of blindness because uh, he predates Daredevil yeah. by about 20 years. Nice. Did not know that. Interesting. Uh, I've never heard of that character until this article. Nah, I I've take that the, back. I heard the name. I heard the name Midnight. I didn't think, I've never heard Dr. Midnight, but I've heard Midnight before, but I don't know if that's the same. Maybe it's a different character. Could be. Um, but it, it's, uh, again, this is, that's Society of America. I, I, I like the idea that we're going to see a version of it. Uh, it's really fucking cool. <clears throat> yeah, I'm excited. Um, but I don't know a lot about the characters. Just because it, it goes so far back. And I, my limited knowledge of comic books is more in the current world. Right, yeah. I, I mean, I know a little bit about the older stuff, but not a whole lot. Um, my, my focus used to be Flash. So Flash, Green Lantern. Um, some Batman, but not a whole lot of anything else. So should we f- jump over to the movies, like current movies, uh, slash yeah. current movie? Yeah. So um, at the point we're recording, Batman versus Superman came out on Blu-ray, DVD, digital La- copy last Tuesday. Last Tuesday. So it's it's been roughly about a week, six days, seven days. Yeah. So that's yeah, a week. A week. Weeks. Oh my god! A week of seven days. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Fucking crazy. Fucking crazy night. Um. So yeah, about a week. Uh. Now I have to ask you. Did you ever you watch? I've not yet watched the Ultimate Edition. Uh, I talked to Joe about it. He had watched it. I will say. It does make the movie a little bit better. Yeah, because Joe said they do a lot of like explanations. Yes, there's a lot more explanations, and makes a lot of things make more sense. But like Kevin Smith said. Uh, it was Kevin Smith and Mark uh, Mark Bernard Bernardin uh, from uh, Fat Man on Batman. One of those two, I can't remember. I think it was Kevin Smith though. Said if you have to release a whole different version of the movie to fix it, yeah, then it's a bad movie. Yeah, and it technically doesn't fix it because the problems with the original the problems are still there. Are still it's there. Just, it's just more more coherent. Yeah, it just makes more sense. So it just makes more sense why it's so bad. Yeah. Um, the movie. Okay, here's the, here's my deal. Now I did a podcast on this with uh, Joseph. Right, you didn't do one with me, so yeah. we'll do a small, tiny little snippet. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, on initial watch of the movie, I enjoyed it a lot uh, because I went into the movie expecting to fucking hate it. Right. Now, 
after leaving the theater, me and Joseph both enjoy the movie, and I still enjoy the movie. I think it's for what it is, it's entertaining enough. And my thing is, is it's the first movie. Yeah, honestly, it's, it's like, the you can count transition. Man of Steel. Yeah. But I don't feel like when they made that movie, they were looking at making a franchise. Honestly, don't it, think they were. And there was an awkward transition to it because whether you, whatever you guys want to say, Man of Steel was a brighter movie than this one was. Um, and you had to go with the brightness of Superman or Man of Steel, and you have to introduce Batman into that world. And he's a dark character. So you, have to, you have a really awkward way to introduce the character. Yeah. Now, they could have went ahead and just not introduced him in the movie and just made a solo Batman movie instead. But they wanted to do Batman v Superman because, as Kevin Smith said, Zack Snyder read a comic book once. Um, he did. Well, no, he read two comic books because he read Watchmen, and he made a very accurate Watchmen movie. Uh, but Batman v Superman, uh, for all its problems, is not a terrible movie. No. Uh, a lot it's of got a re- lot of flaws. A lot of flaws. Uh, a lot, a lot with the editing. The editing is so fucking choppy. It's so fucking. And now after watching the Ultimate Edition, we know why, because they just chopped the shit out of it. And so we don't need this explanation. Throw it away. Yeah, throw it away. Thirty minutes. Of a lot of things. A lot of things are explained, and it makes more sense. And that's they're trying to book it as it's rated R because there's more violence in it. That's not it at all. It's it, they rated it R because they inserted an ex- expletive. Uh, word in there. They inserted the word fuck in there. And it was blatant. Yeah. So to me, what it was, was they knew it was tracking to have a bad, bad reviews. And so they announced that they were going to release a rated R version. One, to ride the coattails of De- Deadpool. And two, because they knew they were going to have to release an extended cut. Now, if you say you're releasing an extended cut or a director's cut... That tells fans that, oh, there's shit in this movie that, that's bad, that the director wanted to put in there but couldn't put in there for some reason. And so they're going to go in there hating the movie more. So if they say, oh, it's the ultimate edition, it's the rated R edition, because it has uh, more violence, which, yes, it does have more violence, but not so much to push it past rated R. The F word, push it past, yeah. to make it rated R. This was the version Zack Snyder wanted to put out which I commend him for. What I don't commend him for is he still made a bad Batman movie. Yeah. It's a lot of flaws. And people people are throwing the finger around, trying to blame it. You can blame Warner Brothers on this one. Yeah. 100%. Because they saw this version. They enjoyed it. And which I don't understand out. at all. I don't get it. I mean, like I said, we went to go see it in theaters. I, I didn't see it with you. But when I went to go see it in theaters, like... There's a few moments where I was just like, ugh. And especially at the beginning with the whole him floating in the air thing. Oh, I almost scared the shit out of me. I almost left. Yeah. I told, I told, I literally, my buddy Austin, I was like, if, if this is real, I'm out. Yeah. Like 100%, 10 seconds in the movie, I was like, if this is real, I'm walking out. Legitimately, I almost told, because. Uh, and then uh, he wakes up, and I was like, good. And I was, I, I guess I didn't hear, he says in there that he's dreaming. Or in my dreams or something like that. He insinuated it's a dream. But in any case, all I saw was Bruce Wayne floating up, surrounded by bats, and I can see, I look over at Joseph and just kind of look at him, and then he keeps staring at me because he heard the dream part, so he knew that it was a dream. Yeah. I didn't. He knew I didn't know, so he's watching me because he knows I'm about to lose my fucking shit. Yeah. I'm like, Batman doesn't fucking fly, you assholes. Holy shit. And then, they, oh, he wakes up. I'm like, oh, I don't have to hate it yet. 
Yeah. And but there's a lot of bad parts in it, and a lot of stuff that doesn't make sense. Like, and it, and all of it's because there's no explanation. Yeah. So yeah, they could explain it in the next movie or two. But I don't. How does Lex Luthor know that Bruce Wayne is Batman and uh, Clark Kent is Superman? Yeah. Absolutely no reason. He didn't learn that. Yeah. He if they're going to do that, which I'm sorry, yeah, he can know Clark Kent's Superman. I'm I guess I'm okay with that. He does not need to know that Bruce Wayne's Batman. Nobody should. Except for Riddler and Rachel Ghoul. Yeah. Um, but uh, he doesn't earn that right. They don't show how he learned it. So we're just left with, oh, he, he knows. Yeah, he just knows somehow. And that's, that's the biggest, I was probably my biggest complaint about that character. Um, because a lot of people really hated that character. And I don't get why. Because I thought he was entertaining. Yeah. Uh, now, was he the Lux Luthor that we know? No. No. He could was closer he, to the... Could he be? Yes. Possibly. Because at the end of the movie, and it's even He's more so... He's still a little Joker-ish. But at the end of the movie, and it's more so actually in the Ultimate Edition, you see more of it. He's calmer. And he's closer to the Lex Luthor that we know from the comic books. Um, not exactly. Like you said, he's still a little bit Joker-ish. Because he does yell uh, ding-dong. The bells <laughs> are rung. Or ring-ding or ring-rong or whatever yeah. he says. Um, but he... Uh, he is very Jokerish, but I enjoy what they did, which was to try to show how crazy and what he'll fucking do, what he's capable of. Yeah, he's and so nice. now we see what he's capable of. So whenever we see that stoic and calm uh, Lex Luthor, we're gonna know like behind he, that deep he, down he's fucking going he crazy, bat shit insane, and he will do whatever he has to do. Bat shit. The bat. Ring a ding ding. Ring a ding 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 ding. But uh, we got off. Uh, that was our mini review of my, mine and John's mini review of Batman v Superman. Uh, but there was a, a, a an Easter egg that some people didn't catch. Yeah. Uh, Batman is using something called the Oracle Network on his computer. Yes. Interesting because it kind of shows that, or hints at potentially uh, the Oracle exists in this universe yes. so bad girl did exist at one point and then she was shot by the joker and was paralyzed and became the oracle so we know that that's past that point yes she we will see bat girl most likely in the in the uh in the movies now we'll see oracle possibly yeah possibly um but on to happier things man uh new batman video game the telltale series yes they're uh, an interesting... They, they do a lot of cool stuff. They've also had a couple bombs, but they've done a lot of cool stuff. Um, um, the Walking Dead games are apparently good. very good. Absolutely. Uh, what else have they done? Uh, they did the Telltale game version of Borderlands. Okay. And it's probably, as far as I can tell online, like been rated one of the best ones they've made. Um, I, need, I haven't played it yet. Joe has. I, I've played Walking Dead, um, and I've messed with Game of Thrones a little bit. Uh, Game of Thrones is not so good. <laughs> really? Game of Thrones and uh, Jurassic Park are not so good. I haven't played the Jurassic Park one, but I've heard nothing but shit. Oh. So that's old. I think it's older. It's one of the first ones. So, so yeah, working but, out the... Yeah, uh, Back to the Future. Oh, they did do Back to the yeah, Future. Yeah, it was awesome. That game looked um, like it was cool. I, I never got a chance to play it. I mean, essentially all their games are narratives. And you just Which make just choices. Cool. Like Walking Dead, you get more choices because you have to like... You essentially decide who survives. You get more items. You make more people survive. And then at the end of the day, they live or they die, and it's your fault. Yeah. <laughs> and you have to live with those consequences. You so you save someone's life, and someone else is pissed off at you because you didn't help them. So, I mean, it's one of those games. It's all about choices. Uh, however, Batman, watching the trailer of it, 
can't really tell how it's going to play. Yeah. Because there's combat. It, yeah, there's combat. So I don't know it. how the combat's going to work. Because in Walking Dead, there's combat, but it's like slow-paced zombies are coming at you. It's like you move your mouse cursor or your controller cursor over their face and you hit the button when it tells you to. Like you put it over there and press the button and it hits them. And then they keep doing that until another cutscene comes up. You hit A or hit X or hit certain B or whatever, and then you're done. This looks like it's pretty fluid combat, so I don't know how they're gonna do that yet. Um, yeah, I'm curious. How, unless it's all gonna be cinematic, and maybe they're gonna maybe they're going to focus on the detective side of it. That'd be awesome. Um, I think they should do both. I think it'd be interesting um, to see that. The combat, if it's just quick time events, would be fine with me. Yeah. Like honestly, because it's just a Telltale game. So like, if they come up, like you're in the middle of combat, it pops up the button, it slows down time, and you hit to hit a button before a certain thing, and then you keep going through combat. Like you hit one button, and he does like five moves, and then you do another button, does like three more moves, like something like that. It'd be cool. It, it, <clears throat> in any case, the tra- I mean, it looks visually pretty, very pretty. Yeah, they they do all their stuff like cel shaded. So yeah, very much. Looks, it looks it it really does look like a comic book. Yeah, which so is it's cool. really cool looking. I would have liked the Walking Dead games to be black and white, though. Yeah, that Instead would be... of, I know it's based on the show yeah. more than anything, but it would have been cool to have black and white. I thought that would be... Or not black and white, like... I mean, talk black, black and white like the comic book is. Yeah, they've had three Walking Dead games now. Yeah. They, they, uh, episode one and two, they had Michonne. Yeah. And then episode three just coming out this year or next year. I think it's next year. Yeah, I remember, um, yeah. Because they were doing Batman first. Um, so, Batman comic book news... Yeah, uh, it's going to be a series called I Am, not a series, but like a story called I Am Suicide. It's going to start in October. And this is Tom King, yes? Tom King, uh, which uh, if I uh, remember right, he is kind of uh, Scott Snyder's um, protege, almost. Sure. We'll go with that. I'm not sure exactly, because they both have said that they learned so much from each other, but a lot of people kind of consider Tom King to be the protege or whatever I, I i'm not sure exactly how to like scott snyder was his mentor um but i guess uh the story is going to be uh this is verbatim what the story is listed as uh, in order to retrieve uh psycho pirate and save gotham girl batman Man- must recruit a team from amanda waller to break into the most impenetrable prison in the world and steal from one of dark knight's greatest foes bane bane so it looks like we're going to get a proper bane story which That'd we haven't cool. had in years yeah um, that'd be nice. That'd be cool. So that'd be kind of neat to see. That really, I honestly cannot so think of the last October. time. Is that going to be like single issue or just one story? I think it's going to be part of like it's like going to be one Batman of, one of whatever. one of six or something like cool. that. So I think it's going to be an arc in the Batman. I will series. be buying those. Oh, totally. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be buying all the Batman. Yeah. So Detective Comics, them. Batman, uh, anything they bring out and has Batman's name on it, fucking, I'm there. Uh. We're going to jump over to uh, something a little funnier. Not really too much comic news. Kind of. And sort of is. Uh, <laughs> Matt Damon recently uh, expressed interest in possibly joining the DC Universe, jokingly saying that he would do it if he got to uh, be directed by Ben Affleck, his best friend. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, which, again, I would not mind seeing that. Uh, people joke like, he'll be the Robin to uh, to Ben Affleck's Batman. I'm like, okay. I'd be 100% of, I would be okay. on board. Let him be Nightwing. He, fuck it, let him be Nightwing. He's old enough. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Kevin Smith has a new show called Geeking Out. Uh, and it's going to be on uh, AMC uh, starting as of today. It'll be Wednesday uh, this week. So by the time you hear this, it'll be already Last premiered. Week. Yeah. Uh, but basically, Kevin Smith had Matt Damon read three lines from three different characters uh, of the DC heroes. Um, all fucking incredible. Yeah, they're all fun. Um, 
to be fair, when he did the first one, which is Guy Guy Gardner Green Lantern, uh, it just sounded like him. Yes, <laughs> it didn't really sound much different, but, but it works because his voice worked for that almost. Oh, absolutely, it, 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 it was fine. Um, the second one was Green Arrow, and it was Green Arrow from Dark Knight Returns, which is what I just read, like literally today, finished it. Um, and it's it's old old Green Arrow grizzled and grizzled and tired and angry and like he's essentially in prison but they let him go yeah <laughs> like they have a, they are understanding but uh, essentially he had lost his arm and you assume that it's from Superman because he says like it's, it's still cold yeah and it still hurts when it's cold out and I'm like okay but uh, so he read a line from him which was it's a really good line yeah and it's, it's he oh my god he read it sent chills down my spine I'm not even kidding. Yeah. It wasn't so much in the beginning part where he was kind of reading just in his voice, but there at the end he was like, just one piece. It was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. It was awesome. It's a small one will do. <laughs> it's just a small one will do. For old time's sake. And the, and the third one really isn't a line. No, he More. just yelled Shazam. <laughs> it was awesome. I, yeah. I, it was, he did it well, but it's he did. Like, it really isn't hard to just put it in your audience. I can't imagine. Shazam! I don't think he'd be, I, don't, I, he, I wouldn't buy him as no. uh, Captain Marvel or Shazam. No, 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 no. I mean, he, he, I think I could see him pulling off Green Lantern, his body type. Oh, yeah, totally. Guy Gardner, absolutely. He would absolutely fit Guy Gardner, but I'm still going to stick with my man, John Krasinski. Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. I just want John Krasinski to be in the DC Universe. I think he'd pull off a good Guy Gardner. Yeah, Guy Gardner. I, I don't see him as Hal. I don't really as Hal. I can see him as Guy Gardner. Even um, Kyle. Like, yeah. If he cut his hair a little bit, he could be Kyle. Kyle Rayner? Yeah. I think he could do that. Uh, but that was just a, you know a, a little bit of fun uh, uh, tidbit there. Um, but on to uh, the more serious stuff. WB animation, animation. <laughs> which is funny because that was today as well. Yes, uh, John went to go see the Killing Joke. Fathom Events. By uh, the way, now I was reading online while you were catching up on trailers. Fair enough. It's not getting good reviews. I heard it's getting bad reviews, which I don't understand. John, you love everything. No, it's not just that. You do love everything. What, what are people complaining about? I don't know. I didn't read the reviews. But that's my thing. Is I, don't I didn't read the actual reviews. I read the headlines to the it's, reviews. It's too much like the original comic book. A lot of, a lot of <laughs> things was uh, a lot of the same tropes that you see in a lot of the comic book movies. Now, granted, it is based on one of the originals. You know what I mean? Like, it's the killing joke. Yeah. Like, I don't understand. Because all the killing joke stuff they did... Because I will say there's a beginning 20 to 30 minutes, like 15 to 30 minutes, where they do a pre- prequel. Is it 15 or is it 20 to 30? I, Pick one. I couldn't decide on the time. I, I, it felt like it was 25 minutes. Okay. But it could have easily been less. But I feel like it was almost the first quarter of the movie. Okay. Was, and it's like an hour and 20 some minutes or something. Yeah. Uh, but it felt like, I, okay, well, I'll just 20 to 30 minutes. Okay? Does that make you feel better? 20 to 30 minutes of the This movie. has gone on way too long. What was it talking about? Um, so, so the very beginning of the movie is a backstory of Batgirl and, and Batman doing their thing with a different villain. And it kind of gets you your relationship between her and Batman as far as working together and other stuff. Which, that one kind of caught me off guard, but whatever. <laughs> Um, but them working together and Batman trying to protect her and trying to, she's getting too involved emotionally as far as, um, letting the villain get to her and with that, working with Batman because there's a relationship there, um, apparently, um, like a romantic relationship. Yeah. 
That's the only part about them I didn't like. They, 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 I'll just tell you, they fuck. So. What? Yeah. No. So that's the only bad part. But no, I can't do that. So I'm guessing that's what they're I'm not lying. About. I can't do that. I can't watch that I'm shit. Guessing, I'm guessing that's what they're complaining about. She's a young girl. Yeah. She's 20 something. She's legal. I can't do that. I can't, <laughs> I can't handle that. That, I don't know why that bothers me so much. I'm, I'm generally okay with some changes to the stories, but I cannot yeah. do that. They have never, as far as I know, they've never fucked. Yeah. They've never been a thing. It's always been more of a protective thing over her. Yeah. Never like, I want to put my dick in that. And it wasn't him. It was her. I don't care. Still. Oh, it was her fault. She did, she, she did it. Anyways, so there's that prequel story, which was fine. Like, it, gets you, it gets you. And I think the only reason they did that part was just to make you like feel for her more. When, yeah, when Joker happens, that was the whole point. Because so in the comic book, you, you don't feel for her. You feel you so feel quick. you feel for uh, a commissioner. Yeah. So so, but as far as when killing joke starts, um, and it goes to the end, it's it's pretty much like verbatim. Uh, and what's cool is the song they that Joker sings, and and the, the ride. Yeah, it's in comic book form. It's just lines that rhyme. And in the movie, it's song, and it's awesome, and it's great. So I, I feel like part of what they did with with her is so that because like there's parts in the comic book where she when she's in the hospital and he's she's freaking out and like they're fighting back and forth like there's a reason why he's fighting so hard to, to get Joker. But I mean, really, it's, just, it's Joker, so he'll fight no matter what. But like, she's like she fights for him, and that's why she knows she needs to get out of the game, so she quits. And then that's like a week later, it becomes the, paralyzed. The, the events of the yeah. So it's like, I was okay. It, it was that I was like, eh, fine, whatever. But yeah, I can see that. I can see people complaining about that scene because it was like she, she was Batman was telling her like, you can't. Like, oh, you're no, you're not doing this anymore for your own protection. Blah, blah blah. She got mad, so she started fighting Batman because she was angry with him for telling her that she couldn't help. Because she, he was like, you're not on this case. You're off the case. You're done with this case. You're getting too attached or whatever. And she was fighting Batman and like knocked him to the ground and then was on top of him and then kissed him and then it went from there and then it cut away. So you don't actually see... No, you don't see it. You, <laughs> you see her take off her shirt, and then it cuts away. And then... I don't like that. Yeah, man. and then later on, she's talking, and he's saying... Like, he's being real quiet to her. And she's like, it was just sex. <laughs> I don't like that. I know. That but, bothers me so exactly, much. But that's the only part I can understand people really complaining about. Mm. So if that's what mm. they're complaining about, then I understand. Mm. But other than that... How'd the animation look? Good. It reminded me How'd of... How'd the fighting look, though? Because usually it's a little stiff. Uh, maybe a little bit, but it, it seemed pretty fluid. Okay. But it reminded me of Batman animated series. Oh, cool. Like okay. Kind of had that same older fluidity. Feel. And yeah. So it looked really good. Um. Well. Okay. So. Uh. After this release, uh, a lot of talk about what's going to be next for the uh, WB animation, the DC animation. Uh, the next film out, Justice League Dark. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're going to actually see Justice League Dark uh, with John Constantine and Swamp Thing in it. Yeah, that'll be awesome. Um, that's going to be pretty fucking cool. And following that, we're going to see an adaptation of the Teen Titans, The Judas Contract. Uh, now, The Judas Contract uh, follows uh, is about a, a girl named Tara. 
Uh, she has the power to manipulate Earth and Earth materials. Uh, she infiltrates the Titans to destroy them. Uh, in this story, this is whenever Robin adopts the identity of Nightwing, while Wally West gives up being Kid Flash altogether and quits the Titans. Uh, it also features the introduction of a new member, Jericho, yeah. which is Deathstroke's son. Um, it's a pretty iconic story. One, uh, uh, what, the Comic Buyer's uh, Guide... Comic Buyer's Guide Fan Award for Favorite Comic Book Story in 1984. Um, I've never read it myself. I never read a lot of Teen Titans stuff. Yeah, I didn't either. Um, I've always enjoyed them. Yeah, I've never really the shows read. I've enjoyed. I like Young Justice. I thought that was a hell of a fucking show. So I'm still literally I'm still pissed off that it got canceled. Yeah. Um, they didn't get canceled because it didn't have bad ratings. They just took it off the air to replace it with Green Lantern, the animated series, which I own. Fuck you. It was cheap and I wanted it. You're talking about the CG animated one? I think so. Uh, you're a disgrace. I, I love Green Lantern. And uh, <laughs> I guess sometime next uh, next summer, they're going to release a brand new all-original story from Bruce Timm. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be called this, but they're calling it Batman and Harley Quinn. Nice. So it's going to be a brand new all-original from Bruce Timm, the man himself, Captain Triangle. Yeah. Uh, That's next summer? Next summer. Next summer. And uh, also, Lego Batman movie trailer was released. Yeah, the third one? No, like the official Lego Batman. Oh, is there another trailer out for it? There's, this is the third one out. Third trailer? Yeah. The first trailer was like seven months ago, six months ago. Shit, I haven't seen any of them. This yeah. is the first trailer I saw. Yeah, this is the third one I've seen, and it's the funniest one. About it looks really funny. It looks. Oh my god! Will Arnett is amazing. Geez. People have gone on to make jokes that now uh, Will Arnett's the voice of Batman. <laughs> Dude, You're replacing <laughs> Kevin Conroy. I'm like, nah, no, <laughs> you don't replace. If Conroy, Kevin if Conroy reti- retires, maybe it maybe. Ish. If he can get darker, but even uh, even then, Troy Baker would be the next one to take his line. Take his yeah, place. Troy Baker's awesome. Um, but uh, that's actually that's DC. That's where DC ends. Yeah, we're done now. Uh, so we're gonna jump over to second place from San Diego Comic Con. Oh God, Marvel, Marvel, Marvel. So we'll just kick it off from the top of the list. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Yes. No, not a whole lot of news. Um, nothing crazy big at least yeah but looks like Nebula will have a very bitter and resentful uh, tone in this movie according yeah. to uh, Hura herself Zoe Saldana she uh, <laughs> she was already pretty bitter and resentful in the first one so so I don't know well she cut off her own hand to be fair so yeah. like she's I'd got be, I'd be pretty pissy she's got one one over on Hans <laughs> um, um, actually a little bit more news to Guardians of the Galaxy it's uh, my fault because on this list, I... Uh, oh, yeah, you put another one. Did you? I, yeah, put, I, see it. I put two different categories for Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Uh, so, furthermore, for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, yeah, Kurt Russell is confirmed to be Star-Lord's father. Was there any other choice? Yeah, that I mean, like, we all When they casted that. him, it was like, done. Yeah, we knew who it was. We knew who it was. It's a, but what is surprising is that Kurt Russell is playing Ego, the living planet. Interesting. So, and Ego the Living Planet apparently can take uh, the form of anybody yeah. if he wants to, a human or alien or whatever. Um, so, obviously, I guess that would be, he took the form of, you know, handsome man Kurt Russell and yeah. then fucked Star-Lord's fa- mother, not father, mother, and... Phew, Star-Lord. Star-Lord was born. Um, 
But uh, James Gunn said that he is the absolute center. That is a quote. Absolute center of the movie is Ego, the living planet. Interesting. I imagine as a planet, you have to be nothing but the center of something. Oh, God. Um, uh, also, it looks like uh, Elizabeth Debicki is confirmed to play Aisha, a.k.a. Uh, Kismet, a.k.a. Her. Interesting. Now... It's a lot of AKs. For those who don't know, like myself, uh, her is the second creation by the Enclave, uh, which is a galactic organization comprised of the universe's most brilliant scientists. Uh, in their citadel of science, they sought to create the perfect mate for their first creation, him, a.k.a. Adam Warlock. Adam Warlock. Uh, so it seems to somewhat confirm that we might see a glimpse at least of Adam Warlock, which we got a glimpse sort of in the first one. Yeah, so this, um, that'd be really cool to see. Absolutely, and uh, a bit of news I found out right before you came over: Jimmy Urine, yeah, lead singer of MSI, is going to play a character called Half Nut. They put uh, on a hell of a show. He, yeah, they do. They're a pretty fucking cool band. Yeah, they are. Uh, but uh, the only thing I know about this character is he's a member of the Ravagers. Right. Um, but half nut. Half nut. That's a fun name to say. Played by Jimmy Urine. <laughs> I can't believe that. I can't believe it's Jimmy nuts. Jimmy Urine of MSI is part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That's insane. That's madness. Uh, we got some. Uh, what we got? Thanos. Thanos has a new has an updated look. Uh, in the movies, he's they gave him a. There's a lot more detail to the character now, uh, instead of because I don't know in Avengers uh, he kind and even in Guardians of the Galaxy he was kind of animated, bright purple and very animated. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot more texture to him so now. A little more realism. Real, a little more realism. Uh, more, it's still more very comic. I would say very comic accurate still, but yeah, there's hints of uh, Josh Brolin in it. Good. Uh, so I think that's why they updated the look is just because they they actually hired a, an actor to to play the character. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's uh, it's interesting and the the picture I mean look it up online uh, it's very cool it's very cool looking um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. yeah I am behind on that too go figure a show apparently on the quote unquote on the brink of cancellation according to some people really? yeah I don't see how I've heard nothing but great things about it I will say season one was a little slow yeah season two got a lot better I watched six episodes and they were the first six episodes yeah I'll say season two got better but really it didn't kick up until about quarter way in and then full launch at halfway because of some stuff that happens uh, with the Inhumans and no I'm not even that far oh really Uh, Inhumans doesn't start until season three oh really season two is uh, there's a couple of um, relationships mm-hmm. not necessarily like boyfriend girlfriend or, or anything but there's there's a couple relationships in general whether it be there's a father daughter relationship and, and a boyfriend girlfriend styled relationship uh, they're not technically together but you want them to be <laughs> so it's like them and then them and trying to keep them all together and it's just it's a little insane and then on top of that um, mid-season finale for two I think is pretty big and then season three when they start doing all the human stuff because they're going to season four now right yes yeah so season three had the inhuman stuff but um they did a lot of cool stuff in season two that like when I when I for some reason when I watched mid-season finale I was like oh that's season two it's over and then no it was just halfway <laughs> 
So um, it's pretty insane, but it's it's been a pretty good show. Uh, season one was like I said, a little slow, but after it picked up, once they found their niche, that's what was, I want. I, I need to go back. I think and... part of that has to do with uh, Captain America: Winter Soldier. I feel like they tried to incorporate that too much, and it became and so too it, much of a it went back and forth too much, and like look with me, like I didn't, I, I wasn't caught up on the show, and then when I got caught up on the show, I had to watch. Winter Soldier before I could continue watching it. Yeah. Or else, because I was told like, if you watch it, you're gonna it's gonna be spoiled. Winter Soldier's gonna be spoiled for you. Yeah. I was like, I don't want that. But the cool thing about it is, at least the way I heard, because like I said, I've only watched the first six episodes, but you watch an episode of uh, um, Agents of Shield, and it tells you like in one episode, they find out where Stucker's uh, base is, and they tell the uh, Avengers, and then you open up an Avengers two, and they're heading to that base. Yep. Uh, but no, uh, there've been a lot of rumors uh, uh, earlier this year about a possibility of Ghost Rider appearing in season uh, four. Yeah, and it has been confirmed. Awesome, Ghost Rider will appear, but there's a catch. It won't be Johnny Blaze. What? It's going to be. Uh, it's not even going to be Danny Ketch, which is another version of the character. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be the lesser known Robbie Reyes. Uh, that character was apparently uh, I didn't read it but he was in a short lived uh, comic that was cancelled because nobody bought it so naturally you would use that one that's the one you go to but then again I can understand because <laughs> we saw Johnny Blaze already yeah. and it didn't work um, not the bees but a lot of fans have been hoping they were wanting for Johnny Blaze to be done properly but it looks like for right now, at least, we're going to see Robbie Reyes. And uh, said... Uh, so no motorcycle. No motorcycle. Uses a muscle car instead. Cool. Uh, they're still not sure if he's going to be a supernatural character, or if they're going to introduce that element of it, or if he's going to be an inhuman. Hmm. I hope they introduce the supernatural element. If they make him inhuman, it's going to be... I guess, I mean, I guess they can get away with whatever they want. Um, but it's going to be played by an actor named Gabriel uh, Gabriel Luna. He played in True Detective. The first set? I think so. Okay. Um, not 100% sure. I, I, I've never, again, never seen the kid before. Uh, but, I mean, should be fine. If he was in True Detective, I'd never heard anything bad about any of the actors in that show. So, he's got to be good. Um, but uh, Jeff Loeb was quoted. He said, uh, Season 4 will unquestionably be the series' biggest, most ambitious story yet. Uh, and it will end. It all begins with the introduction of one of our greatest legacy characters in Ghost Rider. When the spirit of vengeance rides into Shield, it'll change everything. Now it's weird that they say uh, one of the greatest legacy characters of Ghost Rider, and then they go on to say that's going to be Robbie Reyes instead of Johnny Blaze. Yeah, it's kind of strange. Um, but it, it should be interesting. I, I'll uh, I'll catch up to uh, hopefully catch up to Agents of Shield by the time the show starts again. Yeah, I'll try. And then I'll try to watch it whenever it comes out. Cause I'm curious how they do it. I want to see how it looks. Yeah, I um, like the show. Uh, because, as you know, most time in TV world, CG doesn't always look super Their CG is actually pretty good. Is it? Yeah. Like, I, I mean, like, the flashes is fantastic. Yeah. Well, like, because, I mean, because it's, it's no real big secret, but the main girl in it becomes... Or Quake. Yeah, it becomes Quake. Or Quake, and, yeah. and when they give her her powers, like... The stuff they have to do in there has to be CG'd. Yeah. Um, looks pretty good. Like, uh, the, some of the But this is going to be a different undertaking altogether. Yeah, because this is going to be a whole character. Yeah. Uh, Basically, I mean, I guess CG. you can, he can wear like a green mask 
and I can CG his head out, and then yeah. So I mean, it's possible. I mean, but I, they've been doing real good CG occasionally, not so much. But I mean, that was the first couple seasons. But that was their first like that's the sorry that's Marvel's only real show, uh, not now, but it was for a long time. It was their only show. It still is their only show. Well, if you don't count Netflix. Oh yeah, I don't. So. Okay. Netflix is good. To me, they can say it's part of the Marvel Universe all they want. It's its own universe. Yeah. Um, it's much darker. Um, so, so considering it's it's the only Marvel show on normal television, um, yeah. I mean, there's, there's CG hasn't been the best, but it's not been bad either. Like, recent seasons have been a lot better. So season two and three, I've seen some, some of the stuff they've got, especially when they had, like, uh, Civ come back. Mm-hmm. Um, they had her come back for an episode or something, and there's a lot of CG in that, and it was really well done. So hopefully they can keep that going. So as long as they keep it few and far between, they use a CG. Now as long as like Ghost Rider's on in every episode, yeah. you'll be fine. God, I hope not. Um, but uh, they did cast another character named Lucy. Uh, she's a, a this is the quote a, a beautiful woman with a haunting quality. Uh, she has a very violent streak in her in herself because of things that have happened. Um, she's going to be played by Lily Birdsell. Uh, she played on uh, Geek Charming and How to Get Away with Murder. Again, never seen her before in my life. Neither. Um, but again, I guess she could possibly be an, another Inhuman. So we don't know that yet. Um, it's possible. Possible. I mean, they're going with they're going full tilt on Inhuman. So yeah, which so are they not doing the movie then? Ah, apparently not. Interesting. So I guess we're just going to leave it to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Fair enough. So speaking of Netflix Marvel, yeah, let's go into that whole set of movies, or shows rather. Uh, start off with, uh, essentially there's no real news, it's just trailers. Yeah, trailers were released. <laughs> so Luke Cage. Uh, Luke Cage. We'll just do thoughts on the trailer. Looked good. Looked yeah. solid. Really um, solid. I'm more excited for this one uh, than I was whenever they released the Jessica Jones trailer. Yeah. I wasn't super excited for that. As it turns out, I really enjoyed the show a lot. Yeah, I liked the trailer um, for this one. Yes, it Jessica showed Jones. more. It showed more about it than than Jessica. Jones. I just I just like the show him just being a badass. badass. Like that's all they show. Like him. And also, I think it has to do with we know the character now. Yeah. Because he was in Jessica Jones, and Rosario Dawson's gonna be in Luke Cage as well. Yeah, that's awesome. Every playing the same character, uh, which I think everybody's considering her to be quote unquote the night nurse. Yeah. yeah, so I think that's that's interesting. I think it's cool. That so she'll probably be in Defenders then too. Yeah, which will be so. awesome. Which we'll get to in a second. Um, so yeah, I think that's, that that trailer looked really good, and seeing him fight and seeing him do his stuff is normal. It's cool. Yeah, it's just a really solid trailer. Yeah, um, Daredevil season three. Yeah, season three uh, confirmed by Joe Caseta. Uh, surprise, I guess. Because the first two seasons were fucking incredible. How do we not know there's another one? I know. It's like, why why Of course there's another season. Why wouldn't there be? So, um, yeah. There was no trailer for that. Uh, Snippet? No. There was... It was basically just the camera panned up to... It said... uh, It was like on a subway. And it said Hell's Kitchen. And then uh, one, two, and three. And then lights go out here fighting and then uh, lights come back on there's blood spattered across three and just a light shining on that one nice. and the signs swinging so I mean is yeah nothing nothing I'm excited for it though oh yeah I'm, uh, every time they do it, I'm gonna be excited for it so um, my favorite so far 
and they didn't show anything. Literally nothing. But Iron Fist. Yeah. Oh, I've been waiting for this for so long. Yes. Um, so they show his origin in the trailer, which I'm sure they'll focus more on, which will be nice, but it shows him um, in the plane or helicopter ship. He ends up crashed on the mountains. Um, Found some by some, uh, I guess, monks. Yeah, Shaolin monks. They're supposed to be Shaolin monks, at least. Because um, he gets trained by the Shaolin monks. Uh, and that's where he learns his martial arts and all that good stuff. So, I mean, that's where he learns to channel his ki and, or chi, however you want to call it. Um, I've always called it ki. Ki. Uh, a lot of people call it that. Um, but his inner focus and he fights. But it looks... Um, but it looks solid. Like, especially I love when he's in... Like, and I, I don't like the way his... That's going to sound bad. His face looks... Like the actor looks good, but I don't like the beard. But I feel like that's just because he was... It's equivalent there. to whenever Daredevil first started he was wearing the black outfit, the black mask. So, yeah. I it's feel just like, the, the starting of Which it. is fine. So yeah, I mean, we're going like, to see... We'll see him in the full costume by the end of this. Well, uh, I know the costume is fine, but I just... The beard, it's weird to me. Oh, you're it. Yeah. And if he doesn't, that's fine. So be it. It'll be all right. But and that kid, he was the one that played in Game of Thrones, right? right. I think so. Um, I can't remember the uh, actor's name. Yeah, I'll have to look it up, but um, I don't remember. But he played in uh, Game of Thrones. He was uh, Maggie's... No, Maggie? Maggie. Um, not Maggie. Uh, the ones that blew up in season six. Oh, crap. Now you're asking me questions. I can't... Um, I, like, I love Game of Thrones, but I... I cannot Season keep any of the characters six. straight. At the very end of it, uh, Cersei blows up something with the... Uh, oh, the last season just came out? Yeah. Oh, um... Yeah. Tyrells? Tyrells. Yeah, yeah. She, he was a Tyrell. Um, the the gay one. The one that was put on trial. Oh, and yeah. Her, and stuff her brother? Like yeah, her brother. Uh, Marjor- Marjorie? Marjorie's brother, yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, he was so fucking good in that show. Yeah, in Game was. of Thrones, I can't wait to see him as Iron. I, I was ecstatic whenever they uh, uh, made him. They announced him as uh, uh, Iron Fist. That yeah, was a good idea. But yeah, that, that trailer got me pumped. I'm excited for it. And then, of course, the Defenders. They put them all together. <laughs> get the Defenders. Um, That's the coming together sound. <laughs> sounds like comedy acme. Shut up. <laughs> Um, uh, so, so there wasn't much to the Defenders trailer. No. Essentially, it was all their logos, all their logos together, so they could spell out Defender, Defender, not even Defenders. Yeah, they couldn't get that last S in. But, um, but if you notice too, or surrounded it was a hand. Yeah. Which obviously is hinting at. The hand is the main right main villains of which the thing, would be really which cool. makes sense. That's what they've been leading towards, anyways, in the first two seasons of uh, Daredevil. Um, so I think that's going to be interesting to see. And obviously, why would Stick be there and uh, talking to them all if pretty much it wasn't the hand? Uh, but it, I mean, it just made me more pumped for it. I, I thought the use of uh, Nirvana. That was a yeah, weird choice. Like, that's peculiar, but it, I, yeah, it awesome. worked. It Hell's worked. Kitchen, yeah, it worked. Um, uh, Hell's Kitchen, man. It's just got so many good fucking things. It's got a lot of problems, though. Oh, yeah. They're fucked up. <laughs> They've got some issues, man. <laughs> yeah, you thought Gotham was bad. Like, oh, yeah. I want Batman to show up and just go, The fuck? I'm glad I'm DC. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you guys. Um, um, Thor Ragnarok? 
Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, so a little bit of Planet Hulk in there. Yeah, the armor was on display at San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah, it was. Um, it looks uh, really, really accurate. That's good. Obviously, it's not the... Because it's going to be CG anyways, but, but but it was modeled and it was big and it was it looked... So that's what it looks like. Then cool. Yeah, I'm pretty down for it. And they, they have a new logo for it. Yeah. Very 80s looking. Which it's very weird. Fine with me. Uh, it seems like all their logos so far they've re-released have been very... 80s oriented almost hmm. very retro uh, looking um, a character called Surter Ermager it's Surter <laughs> uh, has been confirmed up here a lot of fans of Thor have been waiting for this character he's a fire demon well hey you get him now he get him now he's coming fire um, demon fur demon Furner. Uh and Thor will be sporting a short hair war paint on his face and no costume, no costume. I assume they mean he won't be wearing the Thor armor. I don't... Can he just be naked? Can he just be naked? Dude, well, I totally watched the movie. I'll be like, naked. naked Thor? Yeah, I'm there. Um, but uh, possibly hinting at he might become unworthy. Nice. So he might lose the hammer. I'll give him the hammer. <laughs> you want the hammer? The hammer is my penis. <laughs> I like the jackhammer. Um, not a whole lot of real news, I guess, on that front, but... Uh, uh, there, there was a lot of uh, uh, apparently a lot of uh, uh, concept art that was shown there, but not no footage. Um, but there is a bit of Black Panther news. Black Panther news. Some casting news. Yeah. Uh, we already, I mean, I already knew about Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, we all, we both knew. So about that's it. fine. But there's a new one out. Yes, a new one. I'm actually very, very excited for. Uh, uh, Denai Guerrera. Yeah. Denai uh, Guerrera. And yes, I'm not 100% sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly. That's how that's how Chris Harwood pronounces it. Denai Guerrera. So if I'm wrong, then Chris is wrong, and everyone should be mad at him. Uh, but if not that you already yell at him anyways, but <laughs> yelled at him some more. If you don't know who that is, that is Michonne. Yeah. From The Walking Dead. Uh, she's going to play a character called uh, Okoye? I'm going to go with Okoye. Okoye? Okoye. Uh, apparently the leader of the Dora Milaje. Um... Good for her. No fucking clue what that she means. She needs to be a leader. She's had that kind of long enough. Michael B. Jordan will play Eric Killmonger. What a terrible fucking name. What's yeah, just Killmonger. He had no chance to be Eric, anything but a villain. My name is Eric Killmonger. I'm sure he won't sound like that. Is he Russian? <laughs> I don't know. Um, just want to be Russian one day. Uh, Lupita Nyong'o yeah. uh, is going to play a character called Nakia. She's going to be the personal guard of T'Challa. She, she was the one that did the voice for the short gal in in um, the new Star Wars movie, right? The, the googly-eyed one? That was her, right? No? I don't think so. Okay. Ignore me, then. So, I thought that was her. No. Okay. Anyways. Lupita? Yeah. I don't think so. Okay. Maybe. I'll look it up. What's the character's name? Are you mistaking the character's name for the actress? No, no, no. Look Let's, it up. I'll look it up. Keep, keep talking. Um, uh, so... Uh, Apparently, according to Ryan Coogler, the director of the movie, um, it's the movie's going to be influenced by the current comics. Instead of going, you know, back like most comics, most comic book movies do, he's more influenced by the current ones. Um, now, if you don't know who Ryan Coogler is, uh, he is the one who did uh, Creed, uh, which is a fantastic movie. He's a fantastic director, and I'm stoked to see Black Panther. I think he's going to do uh, fucking incredible. Incredible in this, um, 
And I, apparently, I guess there's going to be a team up. Uh, Winter Soldier's going to be in it. Oh, cool. That'd be really cool. So, so we're, which I mean, he was at the end of, you know, obviously they hinted at that in Civil War. Yeah. But he's actually going to be in it. I guess thought actually, out and everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was her. It was her. And Maz. The Maz, that's it. Yeah, Maz Kanata or whatever her name is. Yeah. But yeah, he, um, she played her in that movie. So that's okay. her. So. Uh, so she Doctor... was also in uh, 12 Years a Slave. Oh, I want to see that. I'm pretty sure she was in that. I, I think that's what she won the Academy Award for. She's oh, she did, didn't yeah. she? So I'm pretty Chadwick sure Boseman was in that. Yeah, uh, I think it was. Pretty sure. Uh, I want to see that though. It looks Me it looks incredible too. Um, moving on to the Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange Love, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's not no. right. No, no, not Doctor Strange Love. Oh, take take off the love. But I love him. No, take it off. Okay. And now give him all your love. Doctor Strange, no love. Stephen Strange, my man. Uh, new trailer? New trailer looks, looks awesome. fucking so much better than the first one. The first one looked incredible. Yeah, the first one was great. I I had a little issue with the first one just because it was kind of <laughs> kind of boring. Yeah. But it was, I mean, you're just trying to... It got the point to, across. You're trying to explain who this character is in mm-hmm. a, a one-minute trailer or two-minute trailer. So this one did a lot more of the action, did a lot more of the character building. Yes. Uh, so you get to see who that character is, which, you know... And you can see... He's not Sherlock. He's not Smaug. <laughs> Smaug. <laughs> he's Stephen Strange. I think it's going to be cool. And it looks like it sounds like he's doing his uh, American accent. Yeah, and his American accent sounds a lot better in this trailer. Yes. Because I was worried about the last one. I don't know what it was. It was I couldn't tell one, what it was. Just the one line that he did in that trailer. Just Show me. Good. Yeah, show me. It's like, is, wait, huh? wait, say that again. Is British? he British or is he not? I can't tell. <laughs> okay. um, Benjamin Bratt has apparently been cast in the movie somewhere. somewhere. Somebody, uh, I guess it's on the poster at the very bottom of it with all the casting and all that shit. Um, Benjamin Bratt's name is on there. Yeah, I feel like this this episode is gonna go long. Yeah, because we're we still got a couple pages left. Yeah, we got we got a so, little bit to go. This is gonna be an extra special episode. Yeah, this is. We'll just call this. The San Diego Comic Con episode. There you go. From Shindiana. Shindiana? Shindiana. You didn't want to say the name. I didn't want to say the name of the town. Shelbyville. Oh, no. Now they know where we live. All three of our fucking (laughs) listeners. (laughs) Two of which are our friends. (laughs) Not more than two. (laughs) Um... Uh, but no, I don't know who he's going to be. I can't imagine who they would get because he's not... I, I hate him. He's not a good actor. No. He's not good. I can't imagine he's going to be good. But. I don't know. Maybe he'll prove us wrong. Maybe. Uh, but the director, uh, Scott uh, Derrickson... Derrickson! Uh, talked about how it introduces the multiverse, uh, which uh, most people assume is exclusive to DC, uh, but it's not. Uh he said, uh, what the comics did was they brought with Doctor Strange an extra dimension of psychedelia, mysticism, and spirituality, and all these very 60s things, and broke open the Marvel comic book universe into the Marvel multiverse. I think Doctor Strange is going to be the beginning of the Marvel Cinematic Multiverse. It's really serving the same function that the comic did, even though it was a, uh, a weird aberra- aberration as a comic book. I think it was a real linchpin in the comics. It ended up being decades of new stories, and I think this movie will do the same thing. Linchpin? Linchpin. That sounds awful. <laughs> like, that sounds like a racial slur. <laughs> it does. It sounds awful. Hopefully it's not. Um, I don't believe it is. Hopefully not. It'd be really bad to say that Yeah. right after we talked about Black Panther. Yeah. And that'd be a racial slur. I don't yeah. think it is. Black, I'm pretty sure it's not. Black Panther deserves a linchpin. 
Oh, <laughs> that's not cool, man. Yeah, that sounds awful. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, we're in Indiana already, dude. That's it. We, yeah. We're already gifting the world with fucking Mike Pence as our vice uh, presidential. Yeah, candidate. we're sorry, by the way. By yeah, we gotta say anyone, I, anyone. Like, I know I said a bad thing just now because it probably, but I mean, really, technically, it probably isn't a bad thing. I just made it sound bad. It's not. It's but, a good thing. Yeah. So, anyways, so yeah, just just go politics for one second. Everyone that doesn't live in Indiana. We're sorry for Mike Pence. You're about to see. But I will say the good thing is, since he's running for vice president, he can't run for governor. <laughs> That's true. He's got to back out. So hopefully he won't win. And then um, we won't have him for either. He um, Maybe he'll retire. I actually had a friend on Facebook. Uh, uh, he called them after their son died. He was, he was a soldier. Um, and she commented about how he, you know, he's running for vice president, and he, how sweet of a man he is. He took the time out of his day to call them. I didn't say anything because uh, I know uh, their son died, and it meant a lot to them. And I know she doesn't listen to this. Um, uh, but uh, the reason that they call you is so you tell those stories whenever they're running for office, uh, whether it's vice president or governor. Um so you tell those stories, you make him sound, you know, great. And uh, she talked about a lot about how he was uh, very Christian. Uh, and I think that's a huge problem uh, because, and I, 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 again, I got nothing against anybody, any religion. I've got no problem with it. I just don't think it has a place in government. No, it doesn't. Um, and I worry that if, if Trump wins and Pence is in office, Ugh. This country's gonna go backwards so fucking fast. This is this is the last year, uh, and this is not. I mean, people aren't gonna know this, but apparently, I'm you know, talking to a buddy of mine. Um, apparently, this is the last year that anyone who's over a quarter Irish can get a Irish citizenship for free. So I might go do that just to be safe. Damn it, because <laughs> I'm, I'm more than a quarter Irish. <laughs> I um, can pull this off. Do it. I'm thinking about it. Better Canadian. Back to the fun stuff. Yeah, back to better stuff. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, what were we talking about? Uh, I think we're at, I think we're at Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Which, I, fucking Brie Larson, dude. Her career is fucking nuts, and I love boom, it. Boom, remember she was just that girl in uh, 21 Jump Street? Yeah, I do. I do remember that. Now she's the Academy Award-winning actress who's going to play Captain Marvel. Ugh. Finally confirmed that she is going to play Captain Marvel. I would totally, rumor for a long time. I would totally marry the crap out of her. I would, uh, I would just marry all over her face. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> that's a weird, that's a weird I'd, statement. I'd marry her all over her face, all over, all over her, her face. face, neck, and chest. That's odd. Uh, no, seriously, just, she's, the, she's very beautiful, but she's a very talented actress. I'm serious. Marry me. You don't even know what she I'm doesn't like. listen to the show. It doesn't dude. matter. Yeah, because I'm not putting out that. She might hear this by word of mouth. I I didn't put out that recording that we did, of uh. Whoa, that sounded bad. Uh, hang on. Uh, in the previous episode, we stated that we were going to put out a, a video of us recording the podcast. I'm not putting it out because it wasn't good. Um, no. So it's gonna go. We're gonna have to wait a little bit to do that until we uh, get uh, two cameras. Yeah, we tried to do one camera setting. It like, didn't work. 
kept looking over at the camera. It was really walk. awkward. Was, uh, yeah, so I think if we do if we do a video version of it, it's going to be over-the-shoulder cameras at each other so we can look at each other and just... Because we, we record this, we record it with you know, my recorder right in the middle of the table, and we just talk to each other like we always do. Yeah, and if there's a camera behind you, I can just ignore the camera and talk to you. Exactly. The people watching can still see me exactly. and feel like I'm talking to them. So exactly. that's, if once we get that set up, then maybe we'll do a recording um, and try it out and see what you think. And if it's good, we'll keep it. If not, we'll get rid of it. Uh, but yeah, uh, so good, good for Brie Larson. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, taking on the role of, of Carol Danvers, finally, Captain Marvel. I'm so excited. Exactly. It's gonna. I I I can't believe that Marvel was late to the game. I can't believe Wonder yeah. Woman's coming out first. Um, but in any case, I'm so stoked for this. It's gonna be awesome. Yes. Also, with Captain Marvel coming out, makes me wonder if eventually they're gonna do a Civil War too. Since the comics are coming out now. Uh, maybe, but the comics those... haven't really gotten a whole lot of praise. I know. But I maybe. doubt they will. They've been doing pretty good. Like the first, the first two fine. issues are really good, and then after that, kind of. But but it does focus on, on and her kill and Iron Man. Banner. Yeah. It's her and, and Cap, or her and Iron Man, mm-hmm. uh, kind of having it out. So I, I'm curious on, on what they'll do... Since they have both those characters. Since we're on the subject of Captain Marvel in a roundabout way, uh, I want to uh, say something real quick. And I know this episode's already going to run long, but I have to say this. Okay. Um, I, for a long time, I've been wanting to start a, uh, like a vlog, like a video diary. Okay. And uh, basically just be every day I'd put an entry in or every week or something like that. Put an entry in about what I've done that day or what my thoughts are. Uh, Because for uh, those who don't know, I do have some deep-seated issues. Um... That sharing with everybody might help. Um, you think? Maybe. I thought your brain was full um, of flowers and candy. <laughs> it's not always rainbows and puppy dogs. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, uh, the first episode was meant to be sort of a bitch session. Um, what I found out was... Um, I don't know if she still listens. If she listens to this. Maybe not. Uh, I guess we'll find out. Uh <laughs> My former quote unquote boss uh, for the Omnibus Journal uh, had some issues. Uh, I apparently we had a falling out that I wasn't aware of. Oh, um, that's sad. Basically, what happened on the Omnibus Journal website? She posted a picture of uh, Captain America uh, uh, kissing uh, Bucky. And it was like, give Cap away for was the hashtag craze for a little bit. Um, and uh, she had commented on it herself uh, that she was 100% behind it. I commented right after her and said, I am absolutely not. Now, to explain it better, I'm not homophobic. I'm not anti-gay. I'm not anti-same-sex marriage. Nothing like that. What I wouldn't like would be to take a character who, in the movies and in the comics, has been known to be straight, has had female love interests, and then just turn them gay. Because uh, it wouldn't make sense to the story. That's my big reason. It just wouldn't make sense to the story. I, yeah. I, you know, and I, I've got no problem with it at all, but, like, again, my, my thing is, I just, I, it wouldn't make sense to the story. Um, so, uh... And also, it would be like, if they did that, Marvel would be, people would say, I obviously, I don't think Marvel would be 
this wouldn't be their actual statement, but people would be like, oh, so it's a choice. Is it Marvel? So they're going to make it out so Captain America just turned gay. Yeah. So then people are going to be like, oh, so they think it's a choice. And it's going to cause them all kinds of shit. Also, secondly, and more despicably, and I think this would be the only reason they would do it, would be to cash in on something that is a very real problem in this world, uh, which is uh, the discrimination and oppression of homosexuals, uh, of same-sex marriage, of same-sex couples. Um, it would be their way of cashing in on it, and I think that's fucking disgusting. Yes. I would not want to see that. If, in the movies, or in this reboot at Marvel Universe doing sort of in the comic books, they want to do this, introduce one of the characters as gay. I've got no problem with that. Yeah. Uh, they just introduce uh, Black Panther in the movie. Make him gay. If that's what they want to do. And, and I don't feel like they should, like, they, I think they should do what they did. And you know, we'll talk about, I want to talk about this again later when we do, we talk about Star Trek. Uh, like, do kind of what they did with, with Sulu. And not make it, like, blatant, like, I'm gay. Well, because I, I found out some news about Takei, which I want to talk about. I think we talked about the last. Episode. I know, but I want to. I want to. Okay. Want to? Yeah, because uh, I guess we can just do it now. Fuck it. Uh, do it live. Uh, but, uh, well, let me. Let me. We'll just wait. Just real quick. Let me finish. Because uh, yeah. the, the the whole story is not that it wasn't the story. She had posted that picture. I and I stated everything I had just said about that, and it was uh, one comment, and then I had a second thought, and I commented right below that. So I had a total of three comments. I had a second thought, which was. Uh, Captain Marvel make her a lesbian whenever they introduce her into the movies why not so um, I comment that and nobody commented that's fine got no problem with that sure but I had been talking about it the previous day with Joseph and his wife Misty uh, who introduced me to Farron uh, shout out uh, and uh, basically uh, uh, I had been talking about it and I had said the same thing to them, and I thought, fuck it, I'm going to say it, on, you know, put it as my status as well. So I, I said almost verbatim exactly that and expanded a little bit more on my status to share the picture. Uh, come to find out just a couple weeks ago, apparently like the day after, a couple days after, she had messaged uh, uh, our mutual friend and uh, fucking Smithy, um <laughs> had messaged her and told her about how... Uh, um, I had pissed her off because I commented on there and because it said I kept commenting on there like nobody was paying attention to me so I had to keep commenting I stated three things said one the first comment was I don't agree second I explained why I don't agree third I just furthered it because I had a second thought um that was those are my three comments and no it was a cry for attention or anything and then she was really pissed off because I tagged her precious omnibus journal in uh, in my uh, status alright she she was mad because it was like I called them out which it wasn't I saw the picture on their site or on their uh, Facebook so I tagged where I saw it and I'm sorry anybody who reads it on my profile that's just more views for their site and for their page yeah I saw no reason why. This was it, it was fucking baffling to me why she would be so pissed off. And the only thing I can figure is somebody doesn't like it whenever somebody disagrees with them. And so I was kind of pissed off, probably more so than I should be. Um, I was I was 
upset because apparently she thinks less of me than I thought she did. That I would be because she said I was being shitty to her over uh, over something else I had said over I disagreed with her on something and I disagreed with her on this and I said I was being shitty. Um, no, when I'm being shitty, you'll know being shitty. I'm being shitty right the fuck now because I'm pissy still. I'm I'm so pissed off about it, um, and it kind of irritates me that. Uh, I can't disagree with her. I, I thought we were friends. That's the thing. I thought yeah, we were good friends. Civil argument. And, and we do that exactly. And, and I disagree with her, and then I'm being shitty with her. Uh, what I think she was more mad about was I had just recently left Omnibus Journal. I quit uh, because uh, I had, I guess we can say, creative differences. Uh, I wanted to start a wrestling uh, section on there because I wrote one wrestling article uh, and it got quite a bit of views and her only she hates professional wrestling hates it uh, thinks it's dorky I'm like it is part of the nerd culture and your site is supposed to be part of the nerd culture yeah um, and I'm, if I'm it's, sure Nostalgia Critic's not a huge fan of wrestling I know he's got some wrestling stuff on there yeah so I don't see in any case and I said well, okay I'll write this article if it gets a lot of views then I can start a wrestling section she's like okay sounds good to me I start the, uh, I do it, and then uh, nothing. I hear nothing from her telling me that to start the 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 section and start writing articles, because I told her straight up I was tired of writing movie reviews. It became boring to me, and uh, that's what I wanted to do. And uh, come uh, you know, like a few months later, uh, somebody had said they were going to start writing articles on the Omnibus Journal website about different beers. Being a beer snob, more or less. Yeah. Um, Which makes sense. And so, yeah, because that's nerdy. Um, so, I messaged her. Now, I was kind of shitty at this point. Because you're going, I said, you're going to let somebody write some hipster beer snobby bullshit for your website, but I can't write wrestling articles, even though it did well in the views. And it is part of the nerd culture. And uh, she got shitty right back. Said that she had told me that I could write whatever I wanted. She didn't care. Which is not true. She never said that. Uh, she said, well, I told her that and she apologized. Said that she was, uh, that she'd been so busy at work and doing other things that, you know, she lost track of things that she had said or meant to say. Um, and we kind of lifted at that. I was kind of pissed off about it. Uh, but I left it at that and I made a decision then that I was done with the site. Uh, she'd also said some things before that. I won't go into that because um, uh, it's I, I, I'm not trying to be vindictive per se. Uh, but she said some things before that led me to believe that there would be no reason for me to write for the site anymore. Uh, so I left the site. I wrote two more articles and that was it. Uh, and then I found this out just a couple weeks ago. And it's kind of been stewing in my brain. Um but it, it just reminded me, we were talking about Captain Marvel, and uh, it reminded me of that situation because I thought if they introduced Captain Marvel as a lesbian, that'd be cool. We have a first headlining uh, homosexual superhero. That'd be fucking fantastic. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, but apparently, um, if it's not Captain America and he doesn't turn gay, it's not fucking cool. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, uh, what were we talking about? Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. There we go. Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, concert art. First look at the vulture. Yes. Yeah. 
Uh, it looks pretty cool. Yeah, it looks awesome. Um, a lot more robotics than I thought. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, it got like a uh, robotic claw, like uh, talons, I guess. The yeah. word. Uh, it's really cool though. It does. It looks. I mean, I'm I'm down with it. I'm, I'm okay. I'm down with anything Marvel Studios does with fucking Spider Man. Yeah, they seem like I, I don't okay. care. Uh, but uh, it also looks like Shocker could potentially be in this movie. That'd be cool. That's, That's a third villain. Yeah. A third villain. I'm worried about that. Yeah, but, but they seem like they're doing real well of like these two are minor and this one's major. And yes, exactly. They're going to build these up a little bit. And so maybe Shocker's introduced and then it becomes the villain later. Yeah. Um, much like they did with Crossbones. Yes. So I think maybe they could do that. Uh, also, they kind of announced who the mystery uh, roles are for the actors. Uh, Zendaya, uh, the actress from the Disney Channel. Yeah, Zendaya. Uh, so familiar with her so super familiar yeah I hope you're not because it's no. weird no uh, I, mean, I know I know who she is right just because I've, I've been I had to watch Disney not so long ago with my nephew had to yeah quote unquote some of it was had to some of it was one it had that Debbie Ryan in it I don't care she's attractive no I was we, we watched Girl Meets World which I don't mind so much you know I, I've watched some shows, some episodes of that recently it's, it's not too bad that's not terrible it's, it's not bad it's still I, Disney I've, so it's corny as shit I learned to accept that I'm not gonna get the Boy Meets no. World world yeah I, I can't it's hard for me to get through Jesse he, she liked to watch for some reason that's the one that has Debbie Ryan in it that's yeah. a bad show but that Debbie Ryan mm-hmm. woo uh, and she's funny she is legitimately funny yeah which uh, just real quick so we went to Disney, uh, had it on there, and I already knew it was coming out, but it was the new Adventures in Babysitting. Oh, I didn't know movie. that. Uh, I can't remember her name now, but the girl that's in Girl Meets World, the, the Corey character, or not Corey character, the, the uh, Sean character. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's playing in it with another girl. Oh, really? And I'm looking at it, and it says uh, Disney's 100th um, unique essentially like like unique movie and I'm like mm, this is a remake <laughs> not unique not original no not, it's original that's what I meant to say uh, Disney's 100th original movie and I was like I don't think they know original not means. so original just saying I mean maybe an original version of it but no not so original and um, that made me laugh anyways uh, but Zendaya is going to play a character called uh, Michelle now most people are assuming it's going to be Michelle Gonzalez which apparently is uh, Peter's one time roommate in the comics yeah um, they thought they were love interests at one point. Maybe I don't know. I again, not I don't know a whole lot about I'll that. I'll double character. check. I thought I thought she I thought he was in a relationship with the Gonzalez at one point. Uh, but obviously, they're all playing young versions of these characters, right? Um, Especially they're getting some. Day. <laughs> yeah. uh, Tony uh, Rivalori. Uh, I'm going to assume that's his name. Yeah, I'll go. Uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Mister Rivalori, if you're listening. Uh, he is uh, going to play Flash Thompson. Yeah. Uh, Peter's bully. Yep, Flash. Uh, Jake and Jacob Batalon. Batalon, yeah. Battalion? Uh, Battalion? Battalion, Battalion, who knows? Uh, uh, Ned Leeds. Yes, or... uh, who grows up apparently to be the a, a reporter uh, for the Daily Bugle. And I read last night when I was looking at the character, because uh, I'm not familiar with him, uh, he's also tricked into being uh, one of the Hobgoblins. Oh, nice. Uh, so maybe they can do that. That'd, That'd be, be kind of cool. cool. Yeah. Um, and then Laura Harrier as Liz Allen. Nice. Uh, apparently they're all just going to be friends except for Flash is going to be the bully. But apparently I also heard that Flash eventually becomes uh, part of that. their friends. Could make sense. Uh, which would be because Flash becomes one of his friends in the uh, comics and in the Ultimate Spider-Man cartoons yeah. uh, series. Um, jumping over to... Uh, 
a little bit more uh, of the Marvel news, of course. Black Widow. Yes. So no news. No movie. No. No nothing except except Joss Whedon. Joss Whedon said that he would he would like to return to Marvel Studios to do a Black Widow solo film. So that would be cool to to have that. If anybody's gonna do it, I would I would love for him to do it. Yeah. And bring fun. him back to Marvel Studios. Let give him time. He's got the sarcastic thing down, so that exactly. works for her. And don't. That's the thing, though, is he had such a bad time doing uh, Age of Ultron because he was so. There's so many actors. Control. Well, and he was so controlled by Marvel Studios, he didn't yeah. have a whole lot of freedom. Give him the freedom he needs. He's good. You know he's good. Let him do yeah, his he shit. He did Avengers, and that was him. He he did that. Let him do his shit. Uh, and uh, moving into the future. Into the uh, they were asked uh, by uh, Kevin uh, Kevin Feige anyways was uh, told uh, or was asked about the future what the future holds for Marvel uh, Studios and the phases of movies uh, his he was quoted as saying uh, we always look at a horizon line that's usually about five years off sometimes even that is sort of a pipe dream uh, sometimes it even goes beyond that that's usually what we're looking at Right now, we know through uh, through and have announced through 2019. We have ideas and pretty firm on where we're going in 2020. Uh, in 2021, which still sounds like the crazy far-fetched future to me, but 2021 is still in flux through 2025. So we're looking, I mean, it looks like we still have about 10 years yeah. of movies, which makes sense, I guess. You know, they... I mean, there's a lot of characters and they've already announced quite a bit yeah, through have. 2019 so it, it really they have it planned through 2020 um, I don't know it's not we could a, always change and there's always a, uh, adaptations or, or adjustments it could be finally maybe Marvel Studios stumbles and the movies start to crash and burn yeah, never and then they stop making you it you know what makes me sad what is that in the year 2099 I won't be alive to see the Spider-Man movie that comes out <laughs> <laughs> that would be Oh man, yeah, Spider Man twenty ninety nine, and we're not gonna be able to see it. Well, shit. I think uh, you already brought it up just a little bit ago, and I uh, I kind of cut you off because I wanted to go on my little my little rant. Um, uh, Star Trek. Let's talk about that real quick. Uh, you had something to say. You found out about uh, George Takei. Yeah. So from what I understood is originally I thought he was just against Sulu being homosexual. Mm-hmm. Uh, from what I understand now is that he was given a set script of what was going to happen in the movie, mm-hmm. and it was going to be that Sulu came out of the closet, which he did not agree with, which I understand. Because the idea, Gene Roddenberry's original idea was that it was the future. Everything is accepted. No one has to hide anymore. Why would he have to come oh. out of the closet? So I don't think he had an issue with, with Sulu being homosexual. But the fact that he would be coming... I see. So it was a... Sort of a misquote, a little bit, or out of context. Rather. So I think that's what I that's what I from what I've read. I, that's what that I makes sense. And I would see, I would be upset. Roddenberry's vision was that the future, everything's, everything's accepted. Exactly. Like, you want to be with a green woman? Okay, whatever. That's fine. So I mean, you want to kiss a black woman on TV? I know you haven't seen it yet. No, I haven't. Okay. So the scene they do with Sulu mm-hmm. is awesome. Uh, it's very subtle. It's very quick. It's over and done. There's no focus on. Oh my god, he's gay. Um, but essentially, it's like an airplane scene where they they come into a hub, and they're taking some time off to relax, get refueled, or whatever. And they get to the, they come out of the ship, and before that, you see Sulu driving or flying, not driving, flying. He's got a wedding ring on, and you see a picture of his daughter. 
and they get to out of the ship the hub essentially where I'm what's one called like Johnstown Jamestown whatever it's called and he comes out and his daughter runs to him he hugs her and he gets up and holds her hand and his husband comes up and he just they put their arms around each other's waist and they walk off that's it that's fucking tasteful it's awesome that's awesome dude it's because it's like natural that's, that's normal day and I heard that they removed the scene where they kissed each other like and it wasn't supposed to be like a blatant like huge make out but like it was just like, oh my god, I haven't seen you forever, and move on. And that would have been fine too. That would have been fine too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I wish they kind of would have kept it in, but at the same time, whatever. Like it's their choice. But I'm happy with what they did. It was quick. Uh, the only thing, and I won't talk about it too much, because I want you to see it because it's really good. Uh, not as good as the first one. A little too predictable for me, but it's fine. Um, better than the second one. How did Andrew Sampley do? Uh, awesome. I have an issue. I was I had really an issue worried with about him, and I, he did great. I have an issue because. Uh, he's a great actor, and handsome as all hell. And their first instinct whenever they hire him as the villain to cover him in makeup hmm. bothers me. Don't worry about it too much. He's not in makeup the entire time? Not so much. He turns into that, doesn't he? Okay. Spoilers? I'll tell you a little bit about it. Wait, hang on. Five, four, three, two, one. Star Trek Beyond spoilers at this point. Okay, so, so him as the villain... Uh, you kind of figure out who he is later in the movie. Like, they don't really give you any explanation on who he is until way late. So, because uh, at first I was like, you're going to piss me off. Like, no explanation on who he is. And they, they explain it, which is awesome. Didn't see that part coming so much. But it was really cool. Um, so that's the only part that got me off that I wasn't ready for. Uh, but he, uh, he has an ability to essentially absorb life. So, I don't know if it's from tech on the planet that he's from. But he can, like, absorb people their life force to stay alive longer uh well when he does that he seems they don't explain it but from what i assume is that he absorbs that creature's traits features such so once there's humans around and he absorbs humans he looks more human and the more he does it he looks more human so yeah first he looks like he does in the trailer and then he absorbs some humans and he kind of fleshes out a little bit. Still makeup. And then the, after the final time he does it, he pretty much looks like a human with small features from what you see in the trailer. Oh, wow. So you see him change. So you get to see him as... Idris Elba. Idris Elba. With minor differences. Uh, okay. with, with a little bit of makeup. So it's, it's really cool what they do. Um, they do a really good job with him. He does a really good job. Um... The new girl in it, Jayla, I think is her name. Jayla, I think so. The girl with the white, yeah, white face. Um, <laughs> which essentially is what it is because she's white. Um, but she does awesome. I love her. She's great. Um, I hope we see more of her in the future. Though I don't want them to add her as a cast member. So, spoiler, she doesn't die. <laughs> but I don't want them to add her as a cast member to the Enterprise. Unless... They push someone else to, I hate saying it, but where Chekhov's spot is, and they put her on the cast to not replace Chekhov, but to add another cast member to the group. Mm-hmm. I could deal with her because I do like her character. So if they do that, then fine. I'd rather them just let her do her own thing. Because uh, I don't really want her to be on the Enterprise. There's well, no need for it. It's good you say that. Actually, it's a pretty good uh, segue. Sure. Spoilers ended. Yes. Uh, they won't recast Chekhov. Yes. Uh, after the untimely and tragic death of Anton Yelchin, 
uh, there was a lot of worry. Uh, we discussed it whenever after he died. Um, he is confirmed. If they're going to, you know, recast him or what they're going to do, but they said they're not going to recast him. Um, J.J. Abrams said he was asked about it, obviously. Uh, I wouldn't say there's no replacing him. I can't possibly imagine that, and I think Anton deserves better. Adding, uh, we know going into this movie it would be a bit of a heartbreak just because of Leonard Nimoy. Uh, we had no idea how devastating events would become. When addressing the absence of Chekhov, he said, uh, I have thought about it. We're working on it. It's too early to talk about it. Uh, so they are working on a way to get him off the movie without, hopefully without killing him off. Hopefully. Um, but um, in any case, I'm glad they're not going to try to recast. I can't imagine a movie like this they could recast. It'd be difficult. Um, you know, if it was somebody in a bunch of makeup, that's different. But uh, I think it's the same thing with Heath Ledger. Yeah, there's no sense in... in you don't recast it. it it's it, not going to work. It, while it would have been interesting, at least in, the, in that case, to see somebody else take on the role of that Joker, it would have done a disservice to yeah. uh, Heath Ledger, and it would do a disservice to Anton Yelich, and the, the boy de- deserves so much respect. Especially after this movie. Cause, and, and I'll, real quick, I'll do a real quick review of the movie I know you haven't seen it yet so, okay that's fine, that's fine so I'll do a little quick review for myself and when you watch it we can do another one okay um, the movie was great like way better than I was hoping because for some reason the trilogy the third one I was kind of like it'll be better than the second one we'll see it was great uh, a little predictable uh, some parts not so much uh, the acting was fantastic what they did as far as direction went Justin Lin did awesome go figure because um, the action was real good, well, storyline plot was real good, so they did a action good job. his forte. And then, yeah, and then the motorcycle scene, which is fun, which actually was really cool. Okay, um, it's not what I thought it was going to be, and the, what they did with that is fantastic. Uh, and then my brain did something stupid. I won't talk about it, but Joe fixed it for me. Because like the motorcycle's like, where did they get fuel for it? And chances are it's power cell because it's a futuristic motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I'm stupid. Uh, anyways, so what they do in the movie, which I love, is they they essentially separate. I mean, you see in the trailer, kind of like the Enterprise crashes. So spoilers. It's not really. That's like in every um, movie. Yeah. So so they separate the crew. So you get these characters and this character and these characters and you separate them. So they focus on character development with the people that are together with. So Simon Pegg, um, he meets up with Jayla. They have their crew together a little bit. Then you have, um, um, wow, uh, Kirk and Chekhov together. Like they got some stuff going on. It's fun. Uh, I will say I think they they obviously didn't know what was going to happen to Yelchin, which is tragic. Yeah. But they focus on Chekhov a lot in this. And it kind of sucks now knowing, like, this is it. But they do a real good job of focusing, like, building each, each character, especially Chekhov. Uh, I think the, the two characters they built the most on in this movie were Chekhov uh, and Bones. Um, but they do a lot of cool stuff with Chekhov and, and Kirk. And then they put Spock and Bones together. And which, if you've seen the original movies, they do a lot of relationship with them anyway. So right. this kind of builds on that, and it's fun. Uh, and Bones isn't, I don't know, in the first movie, I love Bones in the first two movies. He gets on my nerves. And I don't know if it's just the way he talks, as he keeps his teeth clenched the entire time. They kind of went yeah. away with that a little bit. Still does a little bit, has that grimy voice to him, but he, he does the lines better. Uh, but the relationship stuff is so much fun. The, the character building in this is so good. Uh, and then the villain, 
Uh, at first, you're just like, oh, he's just a villain. He's just a bad guy. You want to watch the world burn. And you kind of learn more about him. And you build him as a villain to do something. And at the end, I thought they were going to do something cliche. It was going to piss me off. They didn't. It was good. They ended it pretty good. There was a couple things I was irritated with, which we can talk about later, uh, that I wanted them to do in the movie. They really didn't do it. But I can, I can deal. But the movie overall was great. I mean, if I had to give it a uh, out of ten review, I'd say it's easily a seven, probably closer to an eight. Because huh. um, the first one to me, and I'm probably giving it too high for praise, is like eight and a half, nine. So this one's probably seven, seven and a half. Okay. Uh, and if I give it to Darkness one, I'd say it's probably just because of the ending, it's probably a six. <laughs> the rest of the movie is probably a seven, Up and then that the point. ending made it a six. So, um, so that's my mini review for that. Uh, I mean, I want to go see it. I can't wait to see it, honestly. It's awesome. I, I've seen, uh, I like the other ones uh, quite a lot. Um, but uh, they're obviously going to make Star Trek 4. Yes. Uh, the script is actually finished already. That's what I heard. And uh, uh, Chris Hemsworth is going to reprise his role as George Kirk. Which will be interesting. I don't know how they're going to do that 100%, but. I have no clue how they would uh, possibly do that. Uh, Unless it's just flashbacks or maybe Kirk seeing images. Like maybe he's cause it's a hallucinogen or something and he sees his father. I don't know. Maybe. It's Star Trek. <laughs> um, the, also in the Star Trek world, uh, the new CBS All Access show. Star Trek Discovery. Yes. Uh, not a whole lot. It's going to debut in January. So the first episode is going to air on the CBS channel. Network, yes. Yeah. And then and then it'll all be on uh, All Access. Yeah. I think ultimately they're going to end up putting it on the channel anyways. I don't think it's going to I don't think they're going to make enough money on CBS to do that. Like, I don't. I don't see a lot of people going. Eh, CBS. I'll pay for it. Like. Yeah, exactly. I, That's right. I think they're gonna ultimately end up putting just on the channel for free. Yeah, I could be wrong. Yeah, maybe they will. Maybe I mean Star Trek does have enough. I'm following. So it, so it, could. it might do all right. Um, but they did have a kind of a teaser that just uh, introduced the new ship, which is the USS Discovery. Which works. Um, At least it's a new cast because I know a lot of people worried it was just gonna be like a remake of Next uh, Generation or something. And yeah. Know, it was, it's, eh. New cast will be good. Yeah, new so. cast. It'll be another part of that world. I think that's really cool. Yeah. Um, jumping over uh, to the other side of the star, uh, Star Wars. Star Wars. Uh, Rogue One. Yes. Um, well, uh, Donnie Yen's character, spoiler alert, dies. How do they get on? I don't know why they... Yang, Yang Wen? I want to say, I'm, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Zhang, yeah, it's probably Yang Wen. Uh, apparently, it slipped up. And said, uh, talking about Donnie Yen's character, said, when he dies. Yeah. And like, oh. Don't fuck with that. Fuck. But also, apparently the character is force sensitive, and he's some sort of an imperial spy. Interesting. Um, I mean, so him and a bunch of Bothans are going to die. Yeah, yeah. So fine. Um, uh, Darth I mean, Vader will appear in the movie. I heard that too. Which, which I think we've all known for a while. Yeah, which, I mean, it's cool. I, but I it was confirmed because in the... Comic Con trailer, or maybe, no, I think maybe it might no, it wasn't Comic Con trailer. I think it was the uh, uh, Star Wars Celebration Europe oh, yeah, trailer. Yeah. Uh, he appeared in the trailer, so people will actually get to see it, and we get to actually see the extent of his powers. Cool. I think is how I've heard is that because we didn't we only got like a little hint of his powers in the original trilogy. I think in this now, especially with they can do all kinds of crazy shit now. Yeah. We're going to see bat shit insane stuff. And I think it's going to be awesome. Um, 
also in the prequel world of Star Wars, Han Solo. Han Solo. Uh, Alden uh, Ehrenreich. Yeah. Uh, if you don't know who he is, he played uh, Hobie Doyle in Hail Caesar, the new uh, new-ish Coen Brothers yeah. uh, movie. Uh, I will be 100% honest. He was the best part of that movie. Fair but enough. that movie was bad. Yeah. Um, not bad. That's strong. Um, not good. That's fair. Uh, but he's basically, he was a cowboy actor in that. He was very entertaining and very endearing, actually. So I think cool. uh, it's going to be cool to see him play Han Solo. Um, and production is going to begin in early of twenty seven, early 2017. Nice. Uh, that's uh, pretty much all Star Wars news. Oh, uh, just to backtrack one second, I forgot I was going to talk about this. Star Trek. Um, as many people know, this is the 50th anniversary. Mm-hmm. Uh, they kind of do a cool thing in the movie for the 50th anniversary. And they do a really good job with for Leonard Nimoy. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the end of the movie, during the credits, there is a um, tribute. Not there's no like, no video, no pictures. It was just Leonard Nimoy. They just have his name, and then they also have because it says like something for Leonard Nimoy, and then after that it says for Anton, and it's awesome. Like I know it's just words on a screen, but it does mean to me like they care so much. It's it's weird to me how much Anton Yelchin's death breaks my heart. I know. I it's there's not a lot of celebrities I really get too attached to. Heath Ledger was one, um, and it seems Anton Yelchin. Because I've seen, I mean, I I've watched his movies since he was a kid. Yeah. Since Charlie Bartlett, which was one of his first. Uh, so, so I I've seen this kid grow up to become an even better actor than he already was and it's weird to see these younger kids that we are attached to so much and, like and older actors pass one we, we expect it we still sad like we're still sad like Alan Rickman like exactly. it's a bummer but he's older exactly um, uh, Anton Yeltsin it's a, Heath Ledger Anton Yeltsin they're so young it's, it's just like it was tragic and it was and there's something to be said that you know uh, uh, Heath Ledger's was a bit more self-inflicted which is possible. Um, it, it depends on what side of the story you hear. Uh, but in any case, the, it was still a tragic death, as was Anton Yeltsin's. And for some reason, it, it, it still it breaks my heart for some reason. And I, I maybe it just has to do with, yeah, I mean, he was such a good actor. And I, I watched so many of his movies and enjoyed everything he did. Um, and, and, I, and that's a big reason why I want to go see uh, Star Trek Beyond, is because I want to see what is essentially his last performance yeah I think he's got one other movie coming out yeah and um, but uh, Star Trek is basically his last um, it's, and like I said you'll, it's, it's awesome and uh, we saw it in 3D which I could care less about but IMAX was awesome uh, I, I imagine it looked, it looked pretty good so um, anyway so um, what were we talking about next I think was Power Rangers Mighty Morphin Power Rangers yeah uh, there's a lot of confirmation from Comic Con. Cool. Uh, Alpha Five will appear in the film and with an updated look. Cool. Of course. I mean, awesome. We. I didn't. God, I hope. They said that. I was like, I didn't figure he's gonna be. They'll worry about the old outfit. Rusty but everything else is all like brand new. And... Um, there will be an updated take on the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers theme. Okay. And uh, the movie will have a much more dramatic tone than most are expecting, according to the uh, director Dean Israelite of uh, uh, Project Almanac fame. <laughs> Uh, but uh, we'll still have fun with comedic beats spread throughout. So, awesome. it, honestly, it sounds Avenger Avengers esque, uh, Marvel sort of like Marvel, and uh, which is what I've always said they should 
aim for is the tone similar to the Marvel movies. Um, but that's what it seems like to me. Uh, and they did reveal the power coin slash morphers. Yeah. And it appears that, going back to the behind-the-scenes photos, Rita Repulsa will be in possession of the Dragonzord power coin. Nice. Uh, which will explain her green battle armor that we've seen her in. Right. That's uh, awesome. And I didn't I, I didn't notice this until you know they, I, I read it. Uh, the armor even looks similar to the yellow and pink rangers. If you go back and look at them, uh, except for the exposed skin, obviously. Right. Uh, but that has been attributed, people are saying, to either... The coin itself is cracked, or her descent into evil has kind of Damaged. corrupted it, yeah. and so she has a kind of a different morph out of it. Um, but it's interesting. I think that's a really cool way that she's the first Green Ranger. Um, I think maybe we're going to be introduced to Tommy by the end of the movie. Yeah, which would be cool. Um, but uh, apparently, uh, according to uh, the uh, director, Reader Pulse does require Elizabeth Banks to be very evil and psychotic. Uh, and the cast loved her performance and stated that it did make them up their game. Cool. I love uh, when that happens. And they're all obviously very excited to work with Brian Cranston. Of course. Um, I guess he just finished filming his parts, though, just uh, a couple days ago. Nice. He only had to do like four days, I think. But of Which, course, he's yeah. just in a floating head. So. <laughs> Hi, I'm the wizard. I mean, wait. Hi, I'm Zordon. Ignore the man behind the, the curtain. curtain. He's only cooking meth. Of Alpha's like, oh no. <laughs> Science, bitch. Power Rangers, bitch. Yeah. They need to hire Aaron Paul, Aaron Paul to play fucking Alpha. So, oh, uh, this is way off topic. Uh, there is a Hulu commercial I've seen with Aaron Paul. Have you seen it? Yes. Dude, it is fucking Loved awesome. It. Hilarious. Anyways, if you uh, haven't seen it, look up the Hulu commercial with Aaron Paul in it. It is awesome. Um, it's fun. That's a plug. That's a free plug for you, Hulu. Yeah, Hulu. All three of our fans are going to go look at Hulu now. And Aaron Paul. And Aaron Paul. Yeah, we love you, Aaron Paul. Yeah, we do. Um, but uh, I'm so stoked for the Power Rangers movie, dude. I know. I, awesome. I really, I cannot, I was hoping for a trailer. I, uh, but I can deal. But we're probably going to have to wait until I think in the fall they're doing Morphicon Ooh. in California. So I think we're going to see it there. Uh, are going to show that there? Huh? Yeah. It's kind of a pool. But, I mean, Morphicon's been around for a long time. It just wasn't popular until now because they, they're doing the movie now. Yeah. Um, but in any case, I think uh, we're going to probably see a trailer there. Um, what else we got? We got some uh, got some news in the uh, other category. Why, why are the Emmys in the other category? <laughs> I don't know. In other news. Because fuck you, that's why. The Emmys happened. No, they haven't happened yet. But they've well, they've been announced for. Um, the well, it's other because they're not related to DC or Marvel. Okay, so Game of Thrones. Uh, nabbed twenty three nominations. Twenty three. Not saying they don't deserve it, but holy shit. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We got uh, twenty three, including outstanding drama, supporting actress in a drama for uh, Lena Lena Head Head. Is it Lena? Lena Lena Hetty. Yeah, for Cersei. Uh, Amelia Clark for Daenerys. Maisie Williams for Arya. Uh, supporting actor in a drama for Peter Dinklage, Tyrion, uh, Kit Harrington for Jon Snow, which he knows nothing, and guest actor in a drama Max von Sydow, Sydow, Sydow. For, the, for the Three-Eyed Raven. So, damn! It, it almost guarantees that they're Game of Thrones is going to walk away with at least the supporting and uh, supporting gonna, actors and actors. I feel like they're going to wipe it. Like, I think they're they going to take all of the that. only one that might come close to beating them, according to a lot of people, 
Mr. Robot. Yeah, which is, I know they did really well last year. I heard really good uh, things about yeah. it. I have it all in my DVR. Yeah, I need to watch it. And I already know the twist, but I can deal with that. I don't know the twist yet. I don't want to know the I twist. I will tell you. It's, it's cool, though. Um, but That's all I'll tell you. It's got some nominations. Uh, I'm not sure exactly how many, but I know Outstanding Drama and Lead Actor in a Drama for uh, Rami Malek. Um, a lot of people were worried that it would be snubbed just because it's a USA Network show. Yeah. And to be fair, most USA Network shows are shit. Um, I heard White Collar is good. And I heard I don't uh, watch Burn, Burn Notice, Notice is good. It. I liked Burn Notice, but it gets that... that it's a USA show. Yeah. It, they've got... It, well, I feel, my problem with it is it has a pattern. And once you get used to that pattern, you're like, okay. And it's, it's, it's not... I guess it's maybe it's, a, I guess, a stigma with USA Network that the shows are kind of cheap. Um, so not a lot of people give them any credit. But Mr. Robot pushed through it and became a huge hit. Christian Snyder won a fucking Golden Globe because of that show. He's relevant again yeah. because of that show, and that's incredible. Yeah, and like I said, I haven't seen it. My dad's watched it, and I've talked to him about it, and he's only the twist, which I didn't care, because um, I will watch it, but it's awesome, and Kevin Bacon did great, and, and Malik did awesome from what I heard. And like, it's Kevin very, Bacon's in it? Not Kevin Bacon. Sorry. Christian Slater. How the fuck did you mix those two up? I don't up? know. My, my brain hurts. It's, it's late, early. Let's uh, uh, let's backtrack. So Christian Slater did really well, uh, and then Malik did really well. I'm gonna assume that without telling me, Christian Slater is part of that twist, though, right? Oh yeah. I'm gonna give you my thought of what he is, what it is. I have no poker face, man. I know. If I'm right, you can tell me I'm okay. right. And this is this is solely. I have not watched the show, just in case I'm right. I have not watched the show. I've only seen the trailers. He's a figment of his imagination. Ish? Ish. I'm close to it? Very. Okay. Uh, one of his personalities or something? Kind of. Um, I mean, it's, I mean, you know who his character is, right? Christian Slater's character? Who he plays? Once he plays, it's kind of like a mentor almost, doesn't he? It's his dad. Oh, his dad? It's a ghost of his dad. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's... I knew it's it was... His, it's his, in, his, in his imagination, like, he keeps seeing his dad. That's just from watching the trailers. Yeah. His, he keeps seeing his dad doing, like, he tells him, you need to do this, but no one ever talks to Christian Slater except for him. Right. And it leads in, and, like, something happens, like, I forget what, but he says, like, something happens to him, and then, like, the entire time, like, Christian Slater's talking to him while this other stuff's happening. For me, uh, for me, what, what, what kind of showed it to me was in the previews, there's a scene where you see Mr. Robot on the train, and then Christian Slater laying down across some seats, and he sits up and talks to him. And for some reason, that screamed to me, he's not really there. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, Mr. Robot got some nominations. Game of Thrones, fucking killing it with nominations. Speaking of which, HBO has confirmed season seven will only consist of seven episodes and won't return until next summer. Sad face. Um, so, really, uh, they're, they're not really pushing it back that far. Nah, just a few, a few months. months but... uh, president of HBO programming, uh, Casey Bloys. Stated, now that winter has arrived on Game of Thrones, executive producers David Benioff and D.B. Weiss, D.B. Weiss. Uh, or Vice, Vice. Uh, felt that the storylines of the next season would be better served by starting production a little later than usual whether the weather, uh, when the weather is changing. Instead of the show's a traditional spring debut, we're moving to the debut, the debut to summer to accommodate the shooting schedule. Uh, makes sense to me. Yeah. And it does also, it seems to point to uh, the last two seasons are going to be seven episodes apiece. Right, which would be fine. Yep. I mean, I assume that some of them might be longer than an hour. 
Man, we might have pushed a little bit, but they, I mean, the last episode, like, I, I would, I'd be, I'm willing to bet the last episode is going to be at least two hours. Yeah, because I mean, most episodes are about an hour, a little under, a little over. The longest one I've seen is like an hour ten. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it happens. Um, uh, uh, speaking of Game of Thrones, we're going to jump to Neil Blomkamp's uh, Untitled Alien movie. Yeah, that's a segue. So that yeah, sure. Uh, it will follow aliens. Yes. And ignore Alien 3 and Alien Resurrection, which we already kind of knew. That's fine. Uh, but I guess it's just been kind of confirmed. Uh, um, Gourney Weaver talked about it a little bit too, didn't she? Yes, she did. Uh, let's see. I'll read the quote because it's easier. Yeah. <clears throat> and I quote, uh, It's a great story and it's satisfying to me to give this woman an ending, which is good. Uh, the script itself has so much in it that's so original but also really satisfi- satisfies the, I would say, the primal needs of the aliens. It's a tribute to all of the great work that that the other directors have done in a way, but goes in a completely new direction. I hope we'll do it. Yeah, it's because uh, apparently uh, they've pushed it back. Yes. So it's it's uh, taken a little bit longer to right get to it. I love the give this woman an ending. Yes, because it's kind of yeah. We need closure. To yeah. be fair, like I love it, that. To me, character. it seems like they're going to reboot. It'll be kind of a reboot to the series, not necessarily not a reboot per se, but. Uh, it, they'll kill off uh, Ripley, and then it'll be all about um, the little girl. I can't Newt. Remember. Newt. Be Which, all by her. the way, did you see the pictures of them? No. Uh, they were at the Comic Con, and Newt was there. Mm-hmm. She looked a little, okay. little attractive. Little, little attractive. <laughs> I don't want to say too much because I don't remember how old she is now. <laughs> well, she's got to be of age. Yeah, I'm sure she is. That, that movie was released in. That's true. My brain hurts. Um, but yeah, she's very attractive. Um, she's probably our age. I think so. Well, my age. What's that supposed to mean? You're younger than me, aren't Barely. you? Barely. Barely? What, like a year? How old are Two? you? 29. Oh, we're the same age. That's what I thought. I turned 30 this year. I turned 30 next year. So I'm a little bit older. A little older than me. A little more mature. Yeah, a little bit. Not fucking really. Yeah, you, you got a little bit more uh, life experience than me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways. So, What's that supposed to mean? I don't know, man. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm excited for it. I've only actually seen Alien. I've never seen Aliens. Really? Yeah. Um, I like Alien. I like Aliens better. But. Aliens, uh, Alien is a hell of a movie. It is. Uh, I want to see Aliens. I have them all. I just haven't watched them. You heard about the thing in Aliens, though, right? The, the, the cafe, the cafeteria scene? No. Okay, so I'll tell you because it's kind of cool and you can kind of understand when you're watching it. So so there's you, you know about the scene that happens, though, in the cafeteria no. the, with the guy? Okay, never mind. So there's a scene that happens where they're eating food in the cafeteria of the spaceship. Um, I think that was two, wasn't it? No, there's you're thinking one. of the chest burster? Yeah, that's the first one, right? That's the first one, yeah. My brain hurts. Uh, <laughs> but you know about that story, though, right? Yeah, I do. Yeah, How it was, awesome. yeah, they didn't tell him what was going to happen. Yeah. But, um, but but yeah, so it's really cool. Um, but yeah, I'm, a, I'm a, I'll be excited because I'll catch up before that movie comes out. Yeah. But um, uh, on to uh, the Harry Potter world. Yeah. Uh, the script for the sequel is already completed and will take the story in a quote unquote whole new direction. That's the sequel to the Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Yes. I forgot to say the name, didn't I? You, you just said Harry Potter world. Yeah. Whatever. Um, new trailer was released and the movie looks to me, eh. I think it looks pretty good. It looks it's interesting. Fine. I don't honestly. I like the first trailer better. Yeah, because I did. I don't really care about him. 
he's the one that brought the Beasts. The monsters, and then he's just trying to get him back. Like, I don't really like that storyline. That is what it is. Have they announced his character's name? Is it Flamel? No, it's Newt. Oh. It's Scarmander or Scamander or something. Oh, okay. Is that character? The guy that wrote the book. The book, yeah. Um, no, he... So, I don't know. It looks fine. I don't like that they're using the same Harry Potter theme. Yeah, it's kind of weird. But the like, movie... It feels like a take on it, at least a little bit. Um... um but the movie is it looks fine it doesn't look terrible I'll, I'll probably see it I'll probably see it too just because I love the story so much um, we'll see how it goes I guess uh, but I guess uh, maybe we should have jumped over here to this before we uh, talked about that because it would re- relate better to Alien but yeah um, Shane Black uh, is going to do a new Predator movie it's called The Predator The Predator uh, it's going to be uh, the release date was bumped up from March of 2018 to February 9th of 2018 nice uh, and James Franco might star in it That'd be cool. And that is about as much as we know about that movie. Fair enough. I wasn't a huge fan of the Predator movies anyway. Yeah, they were all right. I actually, I actually enjoyed the... Uh, the newest one? The newest Me one. Me too. I thought it I was really cool. did like it. I thought it was, people really did not uh, like no. that movie. Walton Goggins was awesome. Huh? Walton Goggins was in it. He was awesome. Oh, he was. I forgot. He's really good in it. Adrian Brody was actually kind of a badass. Brody was awesome. Because I remember they cast him. Wasn't Michelle Rodriguez in that? Uh, yes, I believe she, she was. She was good too. Danny Trejo was in it for a little bit. A little bit. He kind of... Ate, his, ate, ate it there. Love it. Um, we already talked about those. Uh, let's go ahead and jump over to... Ghostbusters! Who are you going to call? Ghostbusters! Uh, Ghostbusters. Yeah, uh, Ghostbusters. There's a rumor when they're making uh, or getting ready to make this latest this Ghostbusters that just came out about a week ago uh, or two weeks ago if you're listening to this. Um... Uh, that they were also going to make a parallel to it that would star Chris Pratt and Channing Tatum. Uh, apparently, the uh, it was uh, nonsense, according to Paul Feig, the guy who directed it. Um, oh no, this I'm sorry, this is from Ivan Reitman, the original writer for the uh, original director for the Ghostbusters, and then the current producer. Uh, he said it's nonsense. He said they hired a writer, they did like thirty pages, and it wasn't any good. And that was all they ever did on it. There was never anything more to it. Uh, so it was never like because the rumor was that they were doing it just in case the female version didn't work. So they were going to do that one in parallel to it. Right. Uh, as it turns out, it was nonsense. By the way, uh, for those who don't know, I do a uh, sometimes I do a review show on YouTube. Over at our YouTube page, which is uh, Fearless Productions. It's called Review in Brackets. It's not called In Brackets, but it's Review. It's the word review. Inside inside of Brackets. brackets. Um, And I did a review of Ghostbusters, so go check that out. Yes, please do. If you'd like to know my uh, feelings on it. Uh, Just spoiler alert, I liked it. So if you uh, hate me because of that, go ahead and suck a big bag of dicks. Hey. Let's jump on over to Pokemon. I think we just lost a follower. (laughs) Shit, now we're down to two. I felt a disturbance in the force. (laughs) What do you mean your friend texts you and said I'm not listening anymore? Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Even though we're not doing this live. Yeah. (laughs) I guess we're assuming we're doing this live. Yeah. Uh, Legendary. Pedictures. Success of Pokemon Go. Yes, massive. We, we knew it was uh, coming. You heard about the, the the stats? So they are the first, or they they hold the record now at least for the quickest time of hitting one million downloads. 
Makes sense. Yeah. That's uh, a fun game. Yeah, it's awesome. And uh, to anybody who bitches about people playing this game, fuck you. Don't ruin our fun. Yeah. And okay? on the alternate side of that, if you're playing Pokemon Go... Don't play it and walk into traffic or don't play it while you're driving. Yeah. Um, that's bad. It's stupid. Yeah, it's not uh, a good idea. It's terrible to do that because you'll, you might wreck and run into cops and shit. Yeah. Um, and it, I mean, or you could be like that guy who stopped on the middle of the interstate, walked into traffic and caused an eight car pileup. Yeah. <laughs> because there was a rare Pokemon. Yeah. So, I mean, people who play the game, play the game, have fun, be safe. Exactly. When you start the app, it tells you to be aware of your surroundings and do that. Do Neant- what it says. Niantic is doing you a favor. Exactly. Uh, and no, this isn't Japan trying to create an army or whatever uh, to take over the world. Uh, sure it's not. <laughs> I'm sorry. My Asian friend here uh, might disagree. Uh, first of all, it's made by a company in California anyways. Yes, um, it is. But uh, anyways... With the huge success, we talked about it before that there was a potential for a live-action version of Pokemon. Yes. Is that true, John? Well, it says on this little piece of paper that I've taken a picture of on my phone that Legendary Pictures has secured the film rights and will team with the Pokemon company to adapt Great Detective Pikachu, a Nintendo 3DS game released in Japan earlier this year. Way to read it, uh, a bullet point. Yes. Um, yes. Uh, so <laughs> instead of doing the actual Pokemon story... Yes. They're going to follow Pikachu. Pikachu. And uh, that game, uh, again, according to this bullet point that I wrote earlier, uh, follows an unusually intelligent Pikachu who solves crimes with his human pal. So it focuses on Pokemon instead of the trainer. Which I guess. But if it's going to be live action. So it focuses on the slave and not the master is what you're saying. Right. I don't know how to react <laughs> to that. So, so John, you're making me very uncomfortable today. Sorry. I just I don't know why it has to be a Pikachu. Why can't it be a, a quite intelligent Cubone or? Oh, because Cubone would be fucking sad, sir. Yeah, but he could solve the murder of his mother. Oh Jesus. <laughs> we uh, there is this. I, I shared this on my Facebook. Hey, if you want to join, if you want to follow me on Facebook, go ahead, man. My name's Jake Overton. Just follow along. Anyways, I'll add friends. Sure, why not? Why not? My my name is. John, if one of the three of you... John Slevin Jr., if you're not already friends with me. Yeah, all three of you that probably know us. Yeah, just and be if you friends. don't know us, just, just be nice. Just don't be, nice. Don't, don't, stop don't be a bunch of twat waffles. Don't stop me. Um, but anyways, uh, I posted this picture. It's a little comic book. or Not comic book, but a comic strip of uh, Cubone with his master and talking... Uh, the master was talking to the professor. Uh, the master had a fossil, and he's like, oh, good, we have this fossil. We can bring it back to life and give you this Pokemon. And you... And, uh, the idea light goes off above Cubone and he tugs on the professor's uh, uh, leg and looks down he's crying he's pointing to his the skull he's wearing which is his mother's skull I swear to you I almost cried reading that I don't know why it hit me so hard but I, like, I teared up and I was like holy fuck oh Jesus Pokemon oh, <laughs> oh god it was uh, it, it, it's very sweet, and uh, Cubone's a fucking depressing character. He is, uh, even though the story is nonsense. Yeah, it, it doesn't happen. No, it's all fan, but it's serious. It's a, it's a, uh, I will say those pictures you posted of um, like the live action style characters, the, the Pokemon monstrosities. Yeah, like Cloyster. Oh. Holy shit! Terrifying, terrifying right? cloister. Uh, uh, coughing. Uh, coughing was uh, scary. Coughing shit. was terrifying. Here you go. Know he reminded me though of like a real good version 
of the Langoliers, like real yes. scary version of the yes. Langoliers. Like that's I saw that I was like, oh god, they're coming for the time. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't see why if they're gonna do the movie, why not just focus on Ash and Brock and Misty? I I think people would be okay with that. Yeah, I I'd be think, fine with that. Make it less cheesy. Yeah, but I think it would be cool. But either way, people will flock to the theaters to see this movie. I'll I go. Guarantee I'll go see it. Yeah, fuck it. Um, <clears throat> I've been watching the Indigo League lately because they just put it on Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Because I've been playing Pokemon Go. I'm like, fuck it, I want to watch some Pokemon. So I started watching it and shit, it's good, man. It's yeah. fun. The Charmander episode is kind of sad. It is. Actually, I, mean, I watched it and I was, like, I was like, oh shit, I don't remember being this sad when I was a kid. Yeah, it was sad. Um, um, uh, on to some more fun news. Well. Kind of fun. Kind of fun. It's actually uh, a little bit more sad. The Tick. The Tick. Our Which I love. The original tick. I love the original. I love the cartoon. Boon. I love the cartoon. Yeah. I like the live action version. Yep. And now they're redoing the live action version. Uh, and it's going in the first image of Peter. Here it goes. Sarah Finnewicks. Finnewicks. Sarah Finnewicks. Sarah Finnewicks. I'm going to go with Sarah Finnewicks. Sarah Finnewicks. Sarah Finnewicks. Peter Sarah Finnewicks. Peter Sarah Finnewicks. He's in costume. Uh, in costume of the t- titular character. Um, I just want to. Say, I, just, I wrote that so I can say. I so I can say titular. Titular. Um, hey Jake, how did it look? <laughs> what did I write here? <laughs> Looks not super good, is what I wrote. Not super good. It looked bad. Super bad. It looked terrible. I'm sorry. It looked fucking awful. It looks like super bad. It it looks. McLovin's in it. It looks like they took, the Dark Knight, armor. And painted it blue. Not just painted it, but like spray painted it with pastel blue. Yes, and it's a very accurate blue to the the comic and the cartoon and the original. But it looks like action. metal armor. It does. It looks oh bad. It looks weird. It looks so bad. Um, there's still time. We'll see. Because if I remember right, didn't they in the live action version? Um, he didn't have an actual mask. It was his face. It was just his face. Yeah. Right. Then, then the, the antennas. antennas. I like that. I was okay with that. Uh, but in, in any case, it's not going to be good. It's on Amazon. Uh, and I guarantee it's not going to be good. Because anytime they do an adaptation of anything, it's fucking awful. Yeah. They did uh, uh, Zombieland. Oh, yeah. One episode. Yeah, one episode. And I watched it. I'm sorry. Oh. I'm sorry. I cried. So, Jurassic World sequel. Yes. Because let's just get something happier. <laughs> uh, yeah, the release date has been set for June of 2018. June of 2018. That's like two-ish years from now. A little bit less than two years. Yeah, that's why I said ish. Yeah. Uh, production starts on February 27, 2017 in Hawaii. I've never actually heard of them announcing production start know, date exactly. Weird. We're starting on the 27th. Everyone's here on the 26th. Should we get started? No, we're waiting till tomorrow. <laughs> I don't know why I make everyone sound like Southern. Um... But Hawaii. And uh, the producer slash writer uh, talked about the plot. Uh, John, what did he say about that plot? I'm tired of reading the shit. <laughs> it will not be just a bunch of dinosaurs chasing people on an island. That'll get old real fast. Uh, I feel like the idea that this isn't always going to be limited to theme parks and there are applications for this science that reach far beyond entertainment. And when you look back at nuclear power and how that started, the first instinct was to weaponize it, and later on we found it could be used for energy. And this isn't something necessarily that was in the book 
was in the book but is a seed that I wanted to plant in this movie is that might be able to grow in more of these movies if they decide to make more of them is what if this went open source it's almost like InGen is Mac but what if PC gets their hands on it what if there are 15 different entities around the world who can make a dinosaur? What did I just read? <laughs> I don't know. That was literally, that was a copy and paste, but like as I was reading it along with you, it started to really crumble there. <laughs> really makes and it, sense. It's, it's just so, like the person who wrote the article was just like, eh, so so fuck. So it looks like he doesn't want it to just be dinosaurs chasing through a park. He wants it to be like, well... What if they take this information and sell it to someone else and someone else has their hands on it and they use it for something else and it's outside in a real world situation and not just in a theme park. So seems like more like what they did with the other movies. Yeah. Um, it seems like almost exactly the what they did. Yeah. So maybe they can do it better uh, and maybe they can make it sound or look better or do better with it. Fingers um, So yeah. So at the end it sounded like he was equivalating it to, or however you say that word, to, to essentially like outsourcing it to like, hey we have this thing you can buy it from us here you go make your own dinosaurs yep and then maybe dinosaurs as long as it doesn't lead to like Godzilla 2000 that's a lot of fish <clears throat> um so that'd be cool and see a new yeah I mean I'll, I'll go see it because I enjoyed uh Jurassic I World it was good I think it was well way overblown way overpraised um, Honestly, like I liked it. It was very entertaining. I, I was talking to people, and they'll probably hate, they hated me that day. They'll probably hate me again. It was fine, but people were like it's better than Jurassic Park. And I'm like, no, no. It's like it was so much better. No, it was a serviceable sequel to it Jurassic was, Park. It was fun. Yes, it was a fun movie. It was very fun, and I'll tell you what though, that ending. I don't like it. You didn't like it? Not so much. I loved it. The the dinosaur fight. Yes. Okay. It was alright. I loved it. Because it was, it was the first time in the entire movie where I was lost and like I was a kid again. Okay. I was like I was watching dinosaurs fight. It was that, so, I mean I'm not gonna lie, it was cool looking. And that's that's the I whole thing. I didn't like the whole like the T Rex pushed it and the other fish the fish. I I see. I enjoyed it when I watched it first. I didn't like it because I feel like it was like he's not one of us. Everyone attack him, and it, I was like you're dinosaurs. But I think I, I didn't uh, much enjoy it when I first saw it, but after I thought about it longer, I enjoyed it because it surprised me. Yeah. I didn't see it coming. I at saw all. the whale coming once they broke the railing off. Yeah, but like. But until then, yeah, I didn't think about uh, it. I was like, okay, it's just going to anti He's going to fucking kill me. And then all of a sudden, it's just like. I was really. I, I knew they wouldn't do it, but I was really hoping for, you're my boy, Blue. But it didn't happen. What? It would have been awesome and funny. You know, you liked it. Walking Dead. <laughs> it was a funny joke. You would like it. Ha 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 You can't tell me you weren't thinking about it. Mm-mm. Really? No. Okay. You're my boy, Blue? You don't remember the, mo- the movie? Old school? Yeah. I know the movie. Yeah. The raptor's name was Blue. Oh, it was? Oh! <laughs> the entire movie, I was like, I want him to say that line. I want him to say that line. I want him to say that line. Here's your chance. You just heard Discovery in, in, in this podcast. Because <laughs> like at the very end, I was like, here's your chance. He's the only one left, really. Here, my boy, Blue. Here, my boy, Blue. And then he runs after the... And then he looks at the T-Rex and goes... And they rock away. <laughs> but no, he didn't say it. And I was kind of sad. But I understand why they didn't. Because yeah, it, it really would have taken you out. It would really... Oh. oh. <laughs> like, that would have been kind of startled. it. They oh, quote right. old school? school? All, right. All right. Anyways. Uh, Walking Dead. Season 7 trailer came out. 
King Ezekiel has arrived. He has, and so is his tiger, which I forget the tiger's name, but tiger. I think it's like Khan. That's not Khan. You just kind of Shere Khan. <laughs> you just like rambled off. You're like how? It's, the tiger's name is Shere Khan. You just said every letter in the alphabet. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways. Uh, Tiger, Tiger looks cool. It doesn't really look that CG. No, it looks CG, but not, it's not super. Bad. It looks pretty. Um, uh, but the it looks pretty itself. epic. <laughs> That's what you wrote. That is, it looks pretty epic. Uh, it looks awesome. It does. Uh, uh, the trailer looks pretty fantastic. And I was really worried because like, would they give too much away with the trailer because of no? They didn't show the only that. ones they showed of the core group were the ones that weren't in that lineup, so they didn't show anybody else. Yeah. Um, because the one the one part where the person's driving, you see the back of their head. You can kind of guess who that might be, but oh. I don't know. I, if we go back and watch, it, I think we might be able to guess who oh. that might be. But I, I, my guess is it's someone that's not in that lineup. Yeah, um, that's a, it. Seems to be the only people they showed was people not in that lineup. Because uh, the hair was too it. short to be Glenn, so we know that's not Glenn. Mm. <laughs> we have a feeling it's not going to be Glenn at all. In yeah, the rest of the series. got a feeling Glenn's not going to be anywhere in there. Yeah, especially how much they focused on Glenn. Yeah. At the very beginning, all like the photos were Glenn and Maggie, and I'm like, when they started showing, I was like, uh oh, yeah. oh, so interesting. Even was... though we, I've already accepted that Glenn's gonna not make it through There's... the first episode. Yeah, I, I'm. I don't want him to die. I don't either. But I, 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 I don't want Daryl to die more. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but anyways, it looks like it's good and pretty solid. Uh, it's gonna kick off in uh, what uh, September, October? Uh, probably October. October um, like fifteenth or something like that. So to that effect, um, I'm stoked for it. That's gonna be awesome. So new series that you showed me the trailer for that I didn't know, I had no idea what was coming out. Based on Neil uh, Gaiman. Yeah, and it's gonna be on Stars, right? So yes. Stars uh, called American Gods. Uh, I just watched the trailer. Probably what was it? Let's say like three hours ago. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Um, it Thank looks, you, everybody, for hanging in there. Yeah, remember, this is the special edition San Diego Comic-Con. Extended edition. Yeah. Ultimate edition. Ultimate edition podcast. <laughs> this <laughs> is what makes the rest of the podcast you, better. you got to put that in there now, like episode Ult- whatever. Ultimate, ultimate edition. edition. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so American Gods. So the trailer looked awesome. Now, given I have no idea what any of it's about, um, just looking at the trailer was fun. Uh the powers kind of thing looked interesting not sure exactly what's going on who's doing what but it looked really cool just based off the trailer and it looks like they're heading for a release in 2017 yes um and i i don't know the plot my uh, buddy joseph uh who i did that one podcast with uh he uh he's huge neil gaiman or gaiman 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 uh, fan loves Sandman and loves American Gods. He's worried about this, as most people would be. He was a huge, was a fan of it, of any source material to TV. Uh, but I got the the plot uh, yeah, rundown. Read it. I'll read it You're this getting time. Tired? Okay. I'll read it this time. Yeah, because it makes sense this time. I see how it is. Yeah. <laughs> I, I read. The, I don't read the ones that are crazy. <laughs> um, <laughs> of course, this one has words like Shadow Moon and Mister Wednesday. Uh, okay, so when Shadow Moon is released from prison, he meets the mysterious Mr. Wednesday, and a storm begins to brew. Little does Shadow know, the storm will change the course of his entire life. Left adrift by the recent tragic death of his wife, and suddenly hired as Mr. Wednesday's bodyguard, Shadow finds himself in the center of a world that, struggle, that he struggles to understand. It's a world where magic is real, where the old gods fear both irrelevance and the growing power of the new gods. 
like technology and media. Mr. Wednesday seeks to build a coalition of old goddesses to defend the, their existence in this new America and reclaim some of the influence that they've lost. As Shadow travels across the country with Mr. Wednesday, he struggles to accept this new reality and his place in it. It sounds fucking fascinating to me. Sounds really cool. Uh, makes me want to read the book. Yeah. Um, I'd be cool with that. I won't because I have too much other shit to do. Yeah. That might be something I pick up eventually. Yeah. Trade. Um, uh, but uh, uh, on to uh, gigantic news. Ha! Get I it? see what she did there. Get it? Kong! Skull Island! The trailer was released. Uh, looks pretty awesome. No. It doesn't say. Oh, look. sorry. Um, <clears throat> looks pretty good. There it is. It, it does. It looks really pretty good. Um, not not super spectacular. Of course, this is the first trailer, so yeah. But we do get our first glimpse uh, of Kong, and the cast is awesome. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Tom Hiddleston, Brie Larson, John Goodman, Samuel Jackson. John Goodman is in fucking everything. everything. He has become Danny Trejo, and his character in this is fucking awesome. Who is he? Like, he, he's smart, the director. He's, yeah, he's the guy that he wants to go find Kong to to be like. This is what I'm proving monsters exist. And so essentially, like, he's like the Jack Black character in the remake. Mm. So, but he's going to do it. Of course, Jack Black didn't know the existence. Yeah. This but, one seems right. to know. He's playing that same style character. Yes. But he's going to do it awesome. It, it, yeah. <laughs> not that Jack Black's not a good actor. But he did not do good in not that movie. Not do good in that movie. Uh, but, that movie wasn't very good. No. But John Goodman's going to pull this through, I think. John Goodman's fantastic. So this whole cast is awesome. And yes. the story so far seems cool. And the action seems right. Kong seems right. Like He looks good in it. Uh, the little blimps you get to see of him, at least. Yeah, looks it looks pretty good. And, of course, this is hopefully, hopefully going to lead to... Godzilla. Godzilla versus King Kong. It's Godzilla, right? My God. My God. Ah. Kaiju. (laughs) And some people have also pointed out, too, that maybe we're going to see Pacific Rim. Dude, that would be so cool to see, like, Kaiju versus, like, Godzilla Kaiju versus Pacific Rim. Oh, my God. There's a uh, uh, another trailer that was released, which I know. I'm gonna. I did a little bit of Jeff Goldblum there. Ah 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 ah. Listen, a little ah ah ah. King Arthur, uh, King Arthur, and uh, King Apartment Arthur: Legend of the Sword. Legend of the Sword. Trailer was released. Um, looks looks interesting. Looks interesting. It does look very much like what you would expect a Guy Ritchie King Arthur movie to look like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, pretty much. It, same. It, it looks a lot like Sherlock Holmes did. As far as style. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously not same, but yeah. style-wise, it's very similar. Of course, Scott Ritchie has a very specific style. That camera style is very specific. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but it looks um, fine. I'll probably I'll watch it when it comes out on yeah. DVD. I won't go to the theater to see it. Yeah, I mean, again, casting is really good in it. I mean, Charlie Hun- Hunnam, Hunnam, whatever, uh, Ajax on Son of Anarchy, like... He's really good and everything I've seen him in. He's been awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jude Law's always good. Yeah, go ahead and um, pronounce that next name. Uh, is it? I think it's. I think it's Jamon. Jamon Hunzo. Hunzo. Uh, if I said that wrong, I'm sorry. Because you are intimidating. Uh, you are. And Eric Bana. Yeah. <laughs> which have come from great movies. <laughs> like. Um, Jimon uh, Hunzo was in Push. Yeah, he was also in. Um, Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy. Galaxy. He was in. He's actually very good. He, uh, wasn't he in? He was in another Blood show. Diamond. Blood Diamond. Yeah, he was in another show too. I think, but I can't remember the name of it. But uh, and funny. Eric Bana was, of course, famously the first cinematic version of oh, poor guy, the Hulk. Yeah, and then he was. In, then he was in Star Trek. 
And he was in Star Trek. He, he did all right in that. He did fine. Yeah, the villain was kind of weird. Yeah, a little metrosexual, I think. All right. <laughs> Honestly, Eric Bannon's a solid actor too. He is. It's, it's yeah. bad because he never like he's never in anything good. <laughs> he's just in bad movies. Um, Poor guy. Uh, um, but it looks like it'll be an okay movie. Not super. I'm not excited. It for looks it. interesting for sure. I don't. Yeah, I'm not really excited for it. But it looks interesting. And transition. Easy transition too. Guy. Guy Ritchie. Yeah. He did Sherlock Holmes. He did. And then the trailer was released for series four of, of not Sherlock, his Sherlock. Of not his Sherlock. <laughs> but Sherlock. But Sherlock. The BBC Sherlock starring Doctor Strange. Benedict Cumberbatch. Smaug. And Smaug. <laughs> That name sounds like you're having a stroke while you're trying to say smog. <laughs> and uh, and Bilbo Baggins. And Bilbo Baggins. Um, and and uh, Mark Gaddis. <laughs> he played. Uh, who did who did Martin Freeman play in? Uh, he remember. also played Civil War. Yeah, he was. He was like. They both are in this. He was cinematic... like the Shield. Not the Shield. He's in the CIA. Yeah. Um, the prison thing. But Martin Freeman and Benedict Cumberbatch are now in three universes together. Sherlock. The Lord of the Rings universe and uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, it's insane. It's cool. Uh, trailer looks. Trailer series four. Oh, solid man. Solid trailer. I can't wait to see it. I'm so excited to see what they do and like the scene where where Mrs. She says, Miss... "Get out of here, you reptile!" It's yeah. like, fuck yes. Yeah. I'm stoked for that. It looks awesome. Yeah. I see that's the thing too is like with, with Sherlock, I love it so much by itself and, and it has all the same people that do Doctor Who, essentially. Uh, it, it just makes me happy. But it's uh, it looks like it's going to be interesting. It's kind of playing on the idea that we were left with the Abominable Bride. Is it or isn't it Moriarty? You know? Uh, so that's what they're kind of toying with. We don't know who it actually is that's coming back. Yeah. But they're using the image of Moriarty to grab his attention. Yes. So, uh, I'm excited. It's, it's going to be so good. It's going to be epic. I can't wait to see it. Uh, and that covers our all of our news. That's our ultimate edition podcast. And my bitch session. Yeah, a little bit. We got we got your little therapy session in. Yeah. We got a little bit of review in for me. Yeah. We uh, covered San Diego Comic Con, which was about, what, eight pages? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give or take. Um, yeah, we covered a lot of shit. And, uh, and there's more we could cover. There, yeah, there's more. I, but, I trimmed it down. But some of it are, are movies that are not coming out yet, so we can wait. Yeah. Because I would love to talk about some new movies coming out in the next six months. But I figure we'll wait. We'll wait, because San Diego Comic this was a huge thing. Yeah. So we figured this is going to be the easiest way to do it. Is we talk about this, and then next episode we can kind of drift off the drift other, off into other other worlds. Because there's, there's, there's some news in that, you know, uh, professional wrestling. There's some news in, in the world, and there's some news in regular other movies and yeah, stuff like that. There's a few movies coming out that I really want to talk about, but they don't come out until, like, November. Yeah. So. So we'll talk about that in the next episode. Um, uh, but as we end every episode... Uh, I'd like to give our suggestions. Sure. Uh, John, what do you want to suggest? Well, this is coming out next week, you said? Yes. So at that point, this will already be out. So tonight, I went to go see Batman The Killing Joke. And regardless of how the reviews are, I still recommend watching it. It is so much fun watching that comic book come to life. Now, if if you don't agree with the first 30, 20, 30 minutes of it, like we talked about earlier, Fine. Like, I can understand that. I mean, the whole idea of that, I think the whole idea of that first section is just to get you to care about Batgirl. Because 
to be fair, most people probably aren't going to care about her that much. No. Uh, so they had to add a backstory, and they attach her, quote-unquote, attach, uh, in a physical sense, to Batman. Vaginally. For, for one time. Uh, so they attach those characters together in a relationship sense that normally isn't there. Um, I think that's only to get them to, to make you care about her more. And the fact is, like, that gets her to fight because of Batman. Like, Batman gets hurt, maybe, and she goes to fight for him and then realizes she's out of hand. And then Batman goes to help her out for something. And still, just as, I feel like, just as a mentor, as a friend. I don't feel like, I feel like his half of that relationship is just like, it happened. We're done. He just wanted to get his dick wet for a minute. I guess. Or maybe she... I don't know. Oh, God. Anyways, so <laughs> if you want to ignore that part, you can. Um, I might have done past it. Yeah, but but overall, the killing joke part of it is phenomenal. They they pull it straight from the comic books to me. Um, also, when we saw the theaters, they did a intro with Mark Hamill talking about his progression from Star Wars to to the Joker to where he is now. And, like, going through all the steps of his career, which is kind of fun. And at the end, they did it, like, how they matched up the music to the show and, and stuff. They did some behind-the-scenes stuff, so it was kind of cool. But, um, yeah, I think they did a really good job bringing it to life. Uh, like I said, especially the song, because in the comic books, when you read it, they're just words. And they do really well with the song, and they make it look like a Broadway like show. It's fun. Um, but I, I still, even if you don't agree with that first 30 minutes or you just don't like it I'm sorry but I recommend it uh, it was fun I had a good time watching it it seemed like the entire audience really liked it so yeah I mean, if the reviews are bad so be it but when we went the whole audience was, was having a good time and like even during that one scene uh, everyone in the audience was kind of like not whooping but kind of just like oh alright cool and that was the end of it yeah it's a little weird for me uh, just cause they've never been a thing right I mean they've never said they weren't a thing they just never talked about it so mm. fine so be it I mean yeah she's quite a bit younger than him because mm-hmm. um, I think where they are they're supposed to be like she's like 20 something and he's because I think she's supposed to be like 25 mm-hmm. and he's like in his 40s or 30s mm-hmm. no no because this would be a few years after so it would probably be like mid 30s so they're probably 10 years apart or so. So it's weird. A little bit. It's just weird because we're so used to the characters yeah. and they've never been together. So it's just strange. I mean, I'm not saying it's it's not possible, but it's just not strange. Anyways, I recommend it. Killing Joke. At this time, it's probably already out on Blu-ray DVD because it comes out August 2nd. Mm-hmm. If it's not August 2nd yet, then pick it up August 2nd uh, or rent it or borrow it. Um, whatever you have to do. Whatever you have to do. Uh, if it's past August 2nd, then go pick it up or do what you have to do after that. I will be buying it. The end. <laughs> the end. <laughs> uh, Jake, what do you recommend? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to recommend uh, another movie, another Anton Yeltsin movie. Okay. Green Room. Oh, that's a new one. Yes. Yeah. Just watched it uh, a couple of days ago. How was it? Fantastic. Awesome. Uh, Patrick Stewart is awesome in it. Nice. Doesn't have a huge role, but he is the very clear villain. Who, who's in the it. director of that? Is it Eli? No. No, which director is that? I don't remember. You're okay. thinking of Green Inferno. Yeah, that's something. That, uh, wasn't, that wasn't so good. And no. Uh, Green Room uh, is about a, uh, a band who books a gig at a 
white supremacist bar. And uh, they see something they're not supposed to see, and they're kind of held hostage until they can get everything set up so they can kill them. Uh, so basically, it's kind of they're they're trying to get out of the place. It's um, just it's a Anton Yeltsin gives a fucking great performance in this movie. He always does, but this was a really good performance. Uh, all the actors did really good in it. Uh, Patrick Stewart was brilliant as the villain. The first time I've ever seen him as a villain. Um, and he did really, really well in it. It's a uh, really cool movie. Very, very much. I enjoyed it so much. Uh, uh, so if you get a chance, go out, rent it, buy it, whatever you got to do to watch it. Just fucking watch it. I'll check it out. Yeah. I'll do it. Do it. I've been wanting to watch it anyway. So. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> it looks really cool. Um, it's some director I've never heard of, so he's only done like seven movies and none of them are blown on. But uh, that's our suggestions. Uh, if you guys have any questions for us, of course, you can always email us at thisisfearlessproductions at gmail.com, all one word. Or you can tweet us at at the hierophant 11 or at JD1113. No one's tweeted me yet, so I assume no one cares about me. Yeah, assume nobody cares. Of course, we're also having some issues with our iTunes. Yeah, um, and Google Play. <laughs> and Google Play. So I'm having some I'm, So you I'm might trying, have to listen to it on SoundCloud. Uh, I'm trying to figure it out, uh, but we'll get it figured out one way or the other. Uh, but until then, like I said, email us, tweet us, join us on Facebook. You can uh, look for uh, Fearless Productions on Facebook as well. Like us. Uh, go check out our page on uh, or our channel on YouTube. Uh, share this podcast, like this podcast, love this podcast. Until next time, I'm Jake. I'm John. What were we talking about?